welcome to a new episode of the GOP Report Podcast. We're back again this week, um, two weeks in a row, with the whole gang. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. Hi. I think this is the first intro that you haven't, like, all talked on. Well, we did. You just, yeah, like, just cut it out. <laughs> we, were talking about lug- we were talking about lug nuts. So. <laughs> I've learned to mute you guys for the first, like, 20 seconds of the show. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we have the usual gang. I mean, coming and going week from week. Uh, Jeff from JLP Town Square. Hey, I'm a constant. You're, you're a, you are a constant. Um, Elliot's not here yet. He's coming back from work. Um, but we have uh, Darren is back this week. Hi, Darren. Hi, hello. Hello. Uh, Kat's from Pennsylvania. Hey. Cat Rav- <laughs> Ravenswood. Uh, Steph. Hi. Steph. Uh, David. Hi. Oh, you finish your food? Yeah. And just. Just <laughs> Patrick or Game Master. Hi. Um, I should check. Have I forgotten anyone? I probably have. No. No. Okay. Good. No one. No one's offended. No so. one's offended. Yeah. No. I should really Bye. make a list. Um, anyway, oh wow, that music just stopped right away. Um, so yeah, we're back again this week with some more news from Disneyland Paris that happened in the past seven days. It's quite nice to have um, just information after literally three months of uh, just uh, waiting. Um, There's still a lot of questions though. Yes, yes, but I think, I mean, I feel like th- those questions are going to be up to, you know, opening day. <laughs> when we're actually going to find out more details about how they're doing things. Well, how the reservation system works. That's the mm-hmm. big question we don't have yet. Yeah. And, whole, and, and how it's going to crash. I mean, that's the constant. That's what we know. It's probably going to yeah. crash. <laughs> yeah, because Disneyland Paris made it seem really simple. It's like, oh, yeah, this is for annual pass holders I'm talking here. You type in your annual pass numbers, you click the date, and bang, you're done. We know it's not going to be that simple, surely. <laughs> I mean, from what I hear, it's going to be ran from Natasha's laptop in her house, so um, well, we should be okay. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. And you'll have like a nice like Chinese urn design. Click the urn. I come from maybe. You click the urn, and then you have your you know reservation come out of it with a cute little animation. I can't wait. I can't wait for Natasha to like corner Ben and be like, "So you're talking about my Chinese bowls?" <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm so sorry. You're so cool. I love you. Um, well, can't wait. Can't wait. Well, you know she's 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 done this whole photo shoot in a park, and she looks quite she looks great. She looks rested and uh, ready to rock. Ready to rock XL. Get yeah. those numbers. Even yeah. though she was not wearing her leather jacket um, that time on those photos, or maybe she is. <clears throat> I don't really know. No, stop. So, what has she was standing next? She, she was standing next to a good fireman. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> this is my Paris fireman again. Is it just me, or is that like whenever I see someone wearing a red coat in like a theme park, I'm like Butland. <laughs> like, I'm wearing a Betus fairy. I don't know what that is. That's so that sort of fell flat because people don't know what Butlins is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what is it? 
it's like a, it's like an old UK well theme park type thing, and the red coats were always like these, like they would all wear red the jackets. Entertainers, like, yeah, entertainers, and it would be like you go away and get like a chalet for the weekend, and oh, it would be great crack, and you'd have all the sing songs and everything. So you would. Wow. Yeah. Okay. There you go. We'll we'll Google, we'll Google buttons later after the yeah. after the show cat. Last week after the show, we were we were googling Hershey Park food, and we oh, all went. We all <laughs> yeah. got oh. Well, last week we were googling lug nuts, so you know <laughs> our search history is oh. just all over the place. <laughs> oh, um, Cat, did you hear back from your friend who lives near the lug nut? Oh yeah. Yeah, she <laughs> has not seen the lug nut, so I'm trying I... to get her to go to oh. see the lug nut. If it's that big, I'm sure you can see it from like literally like hundreds of miles around. <laughs> That's no, big. that's not how it works. <laughs> Disappointing. Maybe, maybe by the time the parks are reopened, we'll we'll have first-hand experience of what a big lug nut is like. Yeah. <laughs> the most important thing for the reopening: what a lug nut looks like. <laughs> well, we're not going to see the lug nut for reopening because apparently this is coming later this summer or later this year, later this summer. Maybe later this year. year. I don't know. This... Will we be able to see it from the parachute drop? <laughs> Just look for the luck nut. Well, guess what? I'm rope dropping on the first day I get to go to the next. Um... Well, you know. You should I'm going to get luck nut fan t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I just showed rope drop tower terror for like the shock of your life. Um, but we'll talk about that later. So, um, so we were promised a new TV ad. And oh. it arrived. <laughs> By new, it means Jeff. Jeff, I hear you laughing. Jeff, have been like put together, have it's, never been seen in this combination ever before. It's there. I think it's made also on a Tasha's laptop. I wonder how much they've paid for it because the footage is from fifteen years ago. No, ten years ago. I can't count. Uh, two thousand nine, two thousand seven. Well, no, two thousand nine because they put the Mickey's on them. Yeah, it's from Mickey's party. Magical party time? Is that what it is? Mickey's magical yeah. party time. Every Sorry, that's, a, <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a trigger for me. You can't say that and then I'll have that song stuck on my head. Sorry. It will so be this, stuck in my head all night. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was kind of a cool process of Patrick joining our previous group um, and, and TLP report where he did, Patrick, you didn't know all no. the songs. And oh, so over I... the months, Patrick would just come to me and be like, oh my God, I have discovered <laughs> that one song from 2007 and then we just keep talking about it for like a whole week and that's all he would listen for a whole week am i wrong no, no. <laughs> if i haven't listened to a song non-stop for a week i haven't even listened to it so yeah, this is yeah. so yeah so the footage for the ad is quite old and it's weird because like you know i mean i guess i guess they're just like press junkets so they just they just write whatever they want but um we were promised some drone footage and i'm pretty sure drone footage was not around in 2009. Oh, there's a puppy. I would be. So it's probably like a crane footage or helicopter footage. I don't even know. Um, but yeah, I thought it was going to be something new. And um, it's not. And a kid at the end, um, I don't know, I've heard different things. Is it from the Marvel commercial or is it from the 25th anniversary commercial? I don't know, but the creepy is like, there's no magic without you. <laughs> Right. Why does it have to be whispered? Why? Oh my god, that's like my university. Every like time they do a commercial, like it starts with a whspr. They're just like, "Seal's Pop," and it's like, "Why? 
What's the point? It's a French thing, maybe. It's like a French marketing thing. <laughs> it's a French commercial thing. They're like, we have to whisper. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like it just sounds like some like creepy cast member is coming behind you at like the Discoverland <laughs> Theater, sitting behind you and just being like, by the way, there's no magic with that. And you're like, whoa! What the fuck? <laughs> you're sitting on It's a Small World, you just hear a whisper behind you. <laughs> yeah. What if they had the van, like the little dude, the, the Goofy's van, and was like whispering it from that van? That's not a good look. I um, think they should know. put it yeah. in Tower of Terror right before the elevator drops. Like everything stops, and then all you hear is like, there's no magic there's with no you. And then, and then you get drop version <laughs> stories. <laughs> Did you not whisper something already? I thought the little girl whispers like, don't scream or something. She yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, she yeah. does. Did they hire the little girl from Tower Terror? I think they say uh, if you scream, they, it'll only get worse or something like that. It's uh, hilarious. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if but you don't, don't come and bring your magic, scarier. it will only get worse for you. <laughs> it would be even scarier if it was just. There's no magic without you, and then you'd drop and be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, but that this this song is sung by a guy during Pride Month. With those words, it's quite good, yeah. <laughs> and that's all. Oh, you mean oh, you mean uh, and uh, someday my prince will come. Yeah. Yes, and I am surprised that not more people have picked up on this. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. thought it would be quite a big deal, but um, it's cool. I mean, it the shows words, that, you the know... words of the song work really well with the advert. It's just maybe yeah, the pitches. I'm quite right. <laughs> Which is yeah, I mean, quite a lot of the effort. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's just, it's a bit of, um, I think they, they didn't have much choice because, you know, obviously you can't put much of your experience on screen because there's not going to be parades, there's not going to be shows, and people are going to be wearing masks, including cast members. So if you don't want to do false advertising, you really can't put performers or cast members or even guests on the video. So but that, that kid at the end, but that kid at the end, like, like, it's like the whole thing. Remember that time? But that kid Magic at the end Kingdom is not really in the park. He's like, no, no, no. But like, remember that, remember that Magic Kingdom ad where like people, like kids run up to like princesses and all the like Americans were like, oh, I didn't pay $10,000 and in front of me not to be able to do this and blah, blah, blah. So it is a bit kind of like, in, it's kind of heavily insinuating that like, you know, and that's why something I was saying that like Jeff was saying is like, the fact that the kid doesn't even have a mask, you're kind of like, mm, well, you're gonna, you know, there's gonna be Karens that are gonna be like, well, Indiana didn't have to say I had to have a mask because they're gonna cling on to Ant and not have to wear a mask. So. Yeah, I mean, and also mm. uh, if you've seen the uh, Hong Kong, <laughs> no, it's not. They're gonna, it's gonna say that in their bookings and everything. They're gonna pick up on it. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. Does, it, does, it does say it in the small print on the app. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. And like, also, if you look at the the official photos from Hong Kong's opening, there is actually text on the photo of what's her name? Sorry, um, Stephanie Young. Stephanie Young. We love her. Um, there's a text on the official photo at the bottom saying, like, you know, everyone has to wear masks, basically. So she's just she's just taking it off for the speech, basically. Um, yeah, they're quite they're trying to be quite consistent with that. So. Also, the park was closed, so I think the crews could not really access the park to shoot something. I was really hoping for something kind of like Shanghai did. Remember this like fast, this time lapse video of all the cast members making beds, cleaning the attractions, mm -hmm. and uh, you know opening doors and whatever they were doing. Um, I thought that would have been really cool, but I think 
Yeah, or like just gradually starting things up. Like, you know, I can't remember getting ready and like dispatching the first big Thunder Mountain train. Like a, like, yeah. like a, sun, really... like like a sunrise, the... sunrise over the castle or something. So yeah. it's opening rather than nighttime because we're probably not going to be there at nighttime, are we? That closes like it. Like, how they do that? Like, no, the Phantom Manor ad, how they like showed like the cast members like oh. getting like ready and stuff, and like yes. that that would have been a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, but I think I think that the crew's from it's it's an outside company that made the video, which maybe yeah. that was the first mistake there. Like they have crews, <laughs> they have crews that um, you know they have uh, broadcasts, and they they do occasionally make some cool videos. Um, so maybe that would have been a better option because I'm sure they can go in the park. It is what it is, and here we are with the ad. But it was a bit disappointing. It was kind of like the you know the reopening um, social media video that was just like another remix of the characters opening their arms that we've seen like sixteen times in basically every marketing place. So I did, I did like that yeah. One. Do you know the way they were like, oh, thanks. I I can't remember the message, but like all the people recreating Disneyland like magic at home. Disneyland yeah. Paris Magic. Mm-hmm. I thought that ad was really cool because I was like, oh, yeah, like yeah. all the, like, because it made me, like, because you know, sometimes when you kind of, you have your, like, Disney friends and whatever, but like, like, it had, like, a lot of people have been missing Disneyland Paris. So, like, it's nice to kind of feel like, oh, yeah, like, you're not alone and, like, everyone's been trying to get through it together as they can. And I thought that ad was really cool, but obviously super niche. So, yeah, I mean, I guess on, I guess on TV, you know, like mainstream TV, it would, it would not maybe be a, a great one, but I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is. We're stuck with it. I think it's only going to run for a short period of time anyway. It's going to be, it's running. It's been running since Friday uh, in France. I don't know. Has anyone seen it in the UK or anywhere else? I haven't I haven't seen it on no. television uh, or anything. Yeah. No, just, just fans posting I it. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it was supposed to start on Friday, but who knows? Um, so, uh, the park is getting ready, and we saw, was it Saturday? I don't even know. Sunday? A few days ago, we saw the first so- social distancing markers on the grounds, and they were oh, yeah. in front of the Gaumont Cinema, and you could we could see that they were all installed inside Disney Village as well. Um, would you, you, dis- you like approve, South- or does not approve, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's joining the quiz as well, by the way. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna put on the list. See how many he gets right. And is this? They're basically the same. Are they the same as Disney World? They're the same as Disney Springs, right? Um, so they're the yeah. same as Shanghai Disney World, and presumably later Disneyland as well. And it's interesting because at Tokyo Disneyland, they have kind of the same. But reverse, you have to stand on them. <laughs> I saw that. So, so that's that. And uh, it's designed by Walt Disney Imagineering as well. Yeah. So, you um, know, just a little you know, random cool fact. Yeah, well, Walt Disney Imagineering just so that they can charge like 175% more than <laughs> what they're actually worth, you know. Yeah, I mean, but at least, you know. It avoids situation that we've seen often in Paris of someone just getting a black and white printer and, you know, doing some... Or cheap basic cams. Yeah, some like service. MS yeah. Paint design or something. <laughs> At least they're professional. Um, 
And, I uh, think they look fine as well. Like, you know, yeah. they're not pretty or anything like that, but I think they're going to do the job pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, they'll be fine. Uh, the, tra- the, the bus station, however, I think is run by the city, and they only have, like, a few little paintings on the floor, and it's just, it's going to be a mess. Don't take the bus, I would say. <laughs> if you can avoid it, do it. Yeah. Um, in the parks, they're also getting ready, and so those social distancing markers are going to be everywhere. Um, and something we've seen tonight is that, uh, I mean, we can't really show you, but uh, they are... <laughs> Putting shield, um, I don't know, Jeff. How do we describe these things? It's like um, they're like screens. Yeah. So, so we're talking about Tower Terror, and so the queue when you get in, it goes left under the um, some kind of awning, and then you go into sort of like the rose garden, I guess, the back garden, which has yeah. a bunch of switchbacks. Yeah. And so, yeah. Across this entire <clears throat> area, they have built basically a a wall up to like about you know waist level. Um, with wood and then on top of that is glass and and it goes through the entire switchbacks in the back which makes for a lot of wood and a lot of glass but I mean is it plastic or is it glass though because you can't uh, see it's it's probably like plastic like some kind of plexiglass right yeah yeah. so it looks looks terrible it looks terrible but at the same time like I'm really impressed that they've done it like it keeps it keeps the queue moving as a functioning switchback. Like, it really goes to show that they are taking this extremely seriously. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining mm-hmm. that they're doing that, but it's just, uh, you just got to be ready for it because it's a bit of a shock. <laughs> and I'm assuming all the places might also get that. I'm thinking, for example, um, the Peter Pan queue or yeah. the Small oh, World oh. queue. Um, yeah. Maybe part of Indiana Jones. Like, how many queues are going to have to get these things, right? I mean, well, yeah. that, that's that's the thing. But like, as long and I, I've been, I've seen it with other places, and I'm just thinking more of it in Paris. As long as they don't like screw it up and like, like install it in a way that they're actually like going to be leaving damage afterwards, because you know how happen, things happen when they get broken in Paris, and then they just never get fixed again. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm cool that they're doing it, but as long as they haven't done it, so that like they're screwing things up and it's going to be like damage it and then they're just going to like have spend way too long for a repair or just not repair it like so well, I, I, I think i think there will be damage just because there has to be in order to do this kind of work it's it's not it's it's not going to be great but i mean how many people are going to start putting it... stickers on those things oh god <laughs> <laughs> please yeah. no Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> but yeah, so um, lots of changes inside the park, and you know, we'll. I mean, we're gonna go check it out, so we'll know soon enough in in two weeks. But um, uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be quite different. Um, but hey, you know, at least the park is reopening. I think it's kind of interesting because everyone that I see in Paris on Instagram and everything uh, seems to be sort of like living the life and going to, you know, bars and. Uh, parties mostly outside but also inside um and have a lot of people close together so i think the french are already um quite not over it but you know a bit back to normal uh, so it's going to be a different 
it's going to be quite different for them because I think this is going to be much higher than what they experience in their everyday life. But it's also going to be much different for everyone outside of France because we're here in the UK. We're still quite freaked out as soon as like you know more than a few people clump together. So um, yeah, so it's going to be an interesting mix of people. Can't wait. Can't wait to see. I, I think I, I think as long as Disney enforce it, and I think the stickers on the ground and things like that will do a really good job of that. Then. I think it's all going to go smoothly. I hope it's going to go smoothly. And the, and the low numbers as well is going to help, isn't it? So for the first few weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also there's, there's only going to be one hotel to begin with. And I don't think a lot of people are actually going to come the first week. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, pass holders, sure, maybe. But um, I don't know how many families and sort of, you know, regular guests are going to rush to go on the first week you know, or the first couple yeah. of weeks. So. Because I feel like most of those people, like, they're probably like, if it's not going to be the full thing, we're going to wait until later, like, right. you know. Right. Well, they may want to wait to see what happens, if it's mm-hmm. chaos or if it goes smoothly. Um, so, yeah. And I think... So let's think all Disney say it's also, a mess so that no um, one comes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think Disney are planning for this to last quite a long time. Um, I've heard from multiple people now, actually, who had Davy Crockett Ranch bookings in December, that they have all been offered upgrades. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think that kind of gives you an indication of the Davy Crockett timeline. It doesn't look like it's this side of Christmas. But I feel like also this might be related to the fact that they're not hiring any temporary cast members, and so they may not be able to actually run that hotel until then. Because if they don't want to hire yeah. more people, they're not going to be able to open more hotels. And I think that's probably also why Sequoia is um, is not opening, because I think they just don't want to have people running the hotel. Um, um, apparently the CRO for Sequoia as well, I don't know if this is true or not. This is just what I've heard. Um, again, it's actually from multiple people now. The CRO is advising that Sequoia will definitely not be before October 15th. Um, well, I guess around Lake Disney, the priority might be in New York. It gets, yeah, it gets more money they, and more buzz. And they've announced um, a refurb of Sequoia Lodge, not so much inside the ruins, but the buildings themselves. And I, I'm wondering if they just knock it out, you know, they just do it. Yeah, yeah. Although they need to refurb the rooms too. Can they just throw that in? Just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something else that's been happening. Sorry, yeah. The beds in Sequoia Lodge, like, <laughs> great. It's like it's like getting a massage from seventeen different springs at the same time. It's fun. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you enjoyed that, Ben. <laughs> I remember, Patrick. We stayed. We stayed there together. Remember? It was I know. Like, I can't remember what it was for. Well, yeah. No, it was. Uh, like I lo- I like a lot of things about the hotel. Remember, but like it's the bedding, like the mattress is just not for me. But maybe that's because I'm a larger person. No, they're quite shit. I mean, <laughs> Hyde Park still takes the cake for worst mattress in the entire resort area. But um, although although Jeff, <laughs> that's you were telling true. me that, that, the, that the Ibis budget also is basically oh. like sleeping on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, I think I described it as sleeping on a slab of stone. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'd rather sleep on the floor. But I mean, they charge, doing... like, charge you like 60 a, a night, so, you know. Sorry, if they're redoing Sequoia, can they put more plugs in? That's a request. 
Yeah. Like, or at least yes. like USB chargers or whatever. <laughs> Has anyone yeah. else come like under the the Sequoia trap? If you know they've got the lamp in the corner, and you yeah. unplug the lamp and you like plug your stuff in, and it turns out that that lamp's actually triggered by the lights in the room. So if you turn <laughs> off the lights, then the lamp goes. The lamp thing stops supplying electricity, so oh, you are not charging yeah. your stuff over light overnight. Yeah, of course. It is the weirdest system. <laughs> and you wake up in the morning and you're like. Why is nothing charged? I need to go to the park and I have six percent battery. <laughs> yeah, like you would, you wouldn't assume that like the plug on the wall is activated by the light switch. <laughs> this is such a weird, classic, no? This is such a classic GLP thing where like no one who's designed this room has ever slept in them, and so like, you just you just end up with this weird situation. At least like, I mean, Newport has more plugs, but also they're in some kind of um like drawer there's like a panel or something and i know some some of them you can't plug like larger chargers or whatever i don't know it's also like not really great design but anyway um something else that's going on and that we can see is that the park is going through basically a brush and roll dance party um they are deploying as many people as they can find to repaint fix replace a ton of things and i think they want to make it as nice as humanly possible for the next two weeks for the opening so the park should be looking really good um they've replaced uh really random things like uh theming elements in frontierland and uh you know roof elements and uh, the small world globe on our way no 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 that one <laughs> The world is more fractured than ever, so it makes sense. I know, it's really like a perfect metaphor. Uh, so if you, have an, if you have an annual pass, you know that you've got some freebies. Um, but there's more! Annual passes uh, have been extended by 123 days, plus 30. So here we are. What's everyone... What's everyone um, um, end date i'm like mid-may next year now i think same yeah mm -hmm. um, november I want, 30th 2021 i want to go on to i think it's like the 12th of march okay. so not that much it's kind of nice it, it, it feels free but really we just couldn't go to the park for four months so really it's not that free i mean you, we do get 30 day free so that's quite nice they didn't have it's to Oh, it's yeah. still kind of nice that we're not having to pay for a pass in, in my case, June next year. Like, it pushes it back a bit, so. Yeah, I mean, it, I think, you know, the reason for the 30 days is that they expect the parks to be a mess until at least mid-August, where, you know, or for people to not want to go right away. Um, and so that way they can manage the complaints better. They can just say, oh, well, you know, you're not paying until mid-August, so, you know. Mm -hmm. Stop complaining. Uh, I guess that's what yeah. it is. Uh, but yeah, so everyone now has access to the annual pass portal, which is interesting. Um, and uh, <laughs> I mean, there's not much really going on in there. <laughs> there is not much going on in there because, I mean, what are they going to do with it? There's no more elimination um, reservations. There's no more parade. There's no more annual um, pass parties. <laughs> I mean, I did book illuminations for the first of July last week, so oh, yeah. you know, I'm good. 
<laughs> you enjoy that. You have a great time. They open the portal and it's not that you can even take the July days. You could only take illuminations on the 1st of July. It just existed <laughs> on the system. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> How interesting. And of course I booked it because I wanted to see what happens. <laughs> Did you get your little email? Um, yeah, so I got an email, but I didn't get an email telling me it was cancelled. Ah. <laughs> You're just going to show up like, hey, here from our reservation. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben's asking, isn't that the place where APs will make park reservations? I don't think so. Because no. there is another page that is linked in there, and it's a page that is a placeholder for now. And it looks it's, like... uh, it's linked to from the AP portal as well. Yeah, it's that um, page. it's like the register tickets page, I think. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I mean, something interesting, which uh, I would not recommend anyone doing that. But if you cannot secure a reservation, and if you have you know um, an existing annual pass, uh, they actually cannot deny you access to the park if um, there's capacity. So if you don't, <laughs> if you don't have a reservation, um, you can still come, but come early to make sure that the park is at, at capacity. I mean, don't show up at 4 p.m. But um, yeah, so if you don't have a reservation, they cannot force you to have a reservation to come as long as there's capacity. So you should make a reservation. <laughs> It's, I sound like Boris Johnson. You should make a reservation, <laughs> but if you cannot, you can still come if you come early. <laughs> that is the craziest thing. <laughs> uh, but if you purchase an annual pass from now on, they have changed the terms and conditions. And in that case, you must make a reservation because if you don't, you cannot come in. Mm. So Good luck policing that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, how are they, how are they even going to know? Uh, are they going to look at the date? I don't it sounds so. It sounds like it's going to be an interesting one. But of, obviously, please make a reservation and don't forget to cancel it because if you don't cancel it, they could potentially block you from making a reservation for two weeks. But you can still go. But you can still go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of French law, you know. In the US, they're like no reservations, no coming in. This is prior property, bro. Um, but in France, they're like, oh, well, we have a contract and terms and conditions, and we cannot change the contract unilaterally. Uh, so you're blocked, you're blocked for making a reservation, but, but you, you can you still can go still to the park. Yeah. But I mean, again, don't show up in the afternoon because, you know, obviously other AP holders will be making reservations. But then that kind of begs... When's the last time the park was at right? Because I've seen pictures online, but I don't know if it was 2014 or 2016 uh, with the last 14. time they had the like the park. The park was at capacity because it was like it was like these. Uh, they had like all these company like tickets were being used that day, and it was like oh, the park was, was just 16. absolute. I'm yeah, I'm not sure. I've seen pictures where it's like the park is full. Please enjoy Walt Disney Studios, and people were like, no. Um, <laughs> But I think I think it's more likely that they're going to get to capacity now because capacity is so low. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's so what I mean. It's going to be, be low. Yeah. Yeah. But if you come early, I mean, I guess there's a chance that you could still get in. So. Yeah. They're going to crack out those red uh, those red signs that they haven't used for years. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's going to be interesting. But I think I think a lot of people don't realize that. Um. So most people will probably not come if they don't have a reservation. But again, not everyone will know that you need a reservation. Anyway, it's there's going to be there's going to be people to manage. That's for sure. Um, it is going to be. It is like the Boris Johnson of French law, isn't it? Like, right, make right, a right. reservation, but 
but you don't have to make a reservation. But please do make a reservation. Right. If you don't make a reservation, nothing happens. Yeah, exactly. You can still come, but it's not. The only thing is the, the reservation guarantees your entrance because they count basically all the day tickets, all the, pa all the package tickets, all the other type of tickets that have a date, and all the AP holders who are booked. So if you mm. add all this, technically, you would already be close to capacity if you have a lot of AP holders booking on a day. Which means so... that if there's only a small number of left, maybe like, let's say like you have 500 left, that means that you kind of have to fight off for those like 500, you know, no, whatever, 500 guests that I left to enter the park. And so you really need to come early in the morning because those 500 are not going to last probably past like, you know, 11 a.m. So, yeah. So make a reservation. So that way you'll be counted in the numbers and you won't have to worry about getting there early, which is never Patrick's case because he shows up at 6 a.m. every time. Um, yeah. It's beat the traffic. I just like to beat the traffic and I can just sit. So they can't limit the number of days or the APs can enter. So they can't say, right, four four or five days a month or something? No, I would say as a result, they, they can't do that. Because you can no. come every day if you come early and still get in, even without reservation. But they're not <laughs> going to limit the number of reservations you can make, ah, necessarily. Um, yes, that's happening. Is it? Are they going to limit the number of reservations? Yes. To how many? I don't know. Um, but there is something somewhere about limiting number of reservations. Mm. Well, um, well, let's see. <laughs> let's see. I hope it's like more than at least three days because, you know, you need at least one day in each park or something. I don't know. Or if you come for a long weekend, you need at least three days. If you can only book like two days per week or something, that's going to suck for a lot of people. No, I, I think it's more than that. But um, I think what they don't want to happen is AP holders just go on the calendar and go, well, I'm going to take one for every single day just in case. Right, but then there's the rule that if you don't show up, you would have to cancel every morning because if you don't show up for a number of reservations, they're going to start blocking you from making reservations. Yes. Right. So I guess they're going to scan. But... Are they going to scan those QR codes with, like, something? <laughs> because the tickets, because, you know, the turnstiles, they have to scan your tickets. They cannot scan your tickets and also a second barcode. I don't think... Those things are from like 1992. I think they would overheat and explode if you try to do something else with them. They're like, you think on their that last they have like the really clever Disneyland Flex Pass where, like, I don't know if you know much about the Flex Pass, but you have to book it online before you go. And if you turn up at the gate on a day that you haven't booked with your Flex Pass, your pass just doesn't work. Uh... Like, I know they can't do that for us, but that would be a really sensible system. But hey. Well, maybe the, you know, the new. Ticket gates, the new turnstiles. Um, yeah, when are they um, gonna enroll? Like, like, are we have we have we spent like enough time standing at the other end with a tablet, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, to be like, let's just put them in everything that we absolutely can, because like they're just so cool and like. What the amazing. new the new turnstiles? Yeah. Yeah, they are cool, aren't they? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like and they're so quick and it would uh, like I'm I'm so excited to just have everyone uh, have one of those because I feel like the queues are going to even be a lot quicker because it's a lot easier to scan because as someone who goes super often there's sometimes where I have it right up the outside of the like plasticky thing right up at the glass and I'm 
bopping it up and down and I'm there for like ten, I have to wait for a cast member to yes. come over and help because just like ugh. so like I feel it would be cool if they started getting on that yeah agreed agreed um, but, there's a really good question in the chat by the way yeah. um, Kern has said um, could you reserve for day X but Disneyland Park is already at capacity so they send you to Walt Disney Studios from what I've heard, it's a combined capacity, and I think you'll be allowed to just wander between the two. I think. I'm not sure, actually. Mm. I'm not sure. It would make it's definitely, sense it's definitely to a wander. combined capacity. Jesus, we're going to yeah. have to show up at opening. <laughs> no, we'll have reserved. <laughs> we'll have reserved. There is not much going on in Walt Disney Studios at the moment anyway, so I can't imagine that's going to be a well, problem. Well, 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 <laughs> there is, you know, selfies with the Frozen characters, which is sure to, like, swallow up a whole bunch of people. But given that you will have to use Line Bertie, sorry, I'm sorry, um, that might deter a lot of people. Oh, great. Remember that thing everyone hates? Just put on again. <laughs> That great thing that like it opens at like nine forty five and you go in at like nine forty five and one second and everything crashes and then you go back at nine forty six and everything's booked. Yeah. What the one that you could book? Uh, well, you still can actually. I'm just online, but now you can book a visit backstage if you want. Yeah. Right now they're using it for the braderie, which is like they're selling off some extra stock. Um, Jeff, Jeff had a really good question the other day. Um, national it sales. sometimes. Na- yeah, like, I mean, you have like once a day, you have a good question. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> national sales in France are starting mid July when the park reopens. Are all the July shops... 15th. July 15th. Is that why they're reopening July 15th? To like sell off the stock. Um, are... So it could be interesting. I mean, maybe some of the shops will have some sales because let's face it, like, they have a whole ton of like spring, winter crap that no one bought i mean most of it no one wants to buy it but they still have some yeah yeah so the um, original really sale did. date was the 24th of june and they actually pushed it the government pushed it back to the 15th of july wonderful like to stop people going to the shops in june but for us great yeah that would be interesting <laughs> interesting could get like a nice little discount uh, but I don't know because like is that gonna make too much mess in the shops with like people kind of rushing through or whatever? I don't know. Let's see. So I think I think they're obligated to do it. No, I I maybe someone can correct me, but no, they don't I think that's to. the only reason why Paris is, the resorts only ever done them is because they have to do them, right? No, I don't think so. It's, it's not. Just, it's not. It's not the do... Disney way to sell off your stuff in the park. No, it's like if they want to do sales, that's the only period of yeah. the year that they're allowed to do it, but they don't have to. If you don't want to oh, do okay, a sale, you don't have fine. to do a sale. It's just if they do have things to put on sale, like they can do, they can do like, you know, occasional rebates and deals, like very like, you know, spot things. And they do all year long, you know, they have the magic offer and whatever. Yeah. Um, but if they, if you want to do like a, a global sort of like stock sales, like a whole season that you want to put on sale, then you have to do it in January or in June because that's just the law. Which I, I guess don't... get ready for Marvel match. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Marvel and and also a lot of Star Wars season. I mean, I want Marvel a Legends of the Fur the uh, Legends of the Force T-shirt thing because <laughs> I never got it and I want it. So yeah, because now it's like vintage because it's never going to happen again. 
and also mm-hmm. Marvel season of superheroes is never going to happen again. So, and also, I'm I'm sure, like given how close we were to the start of the season, they must have boxes of t- seasonal t-shirts and pins and stuff. <laughs> oh, great! We're yeah. going to be seeing that for the next three months or three years <laughs> yeah. or something. I mean, you, you'll probably be able to get a t-shirt for like seven euros or something. <laughs> they're going to sell them at cost because what are you going to do? Like, they're not going to have another season, so. Um, construction started today, talking about Marvel Ooh. things. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just good to see. Patrick was very excited. He's been waiting for a day. For yeah, it's like, I'm like, if my timeline can be flooded with more construction, that would be amazing. <laughs> it's just so, so, I'm so happy that it's happening. I'm so, it's like great that it's great to see you. You want to see that, that crane you know, swinging. <laughs> uh, and, I'm, and I'm at home with like I'm sitting at home in front of the computer and I'm like cheering when I like oh it's great no yeah, seriously but, I'm but, so happy. but 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 not not that construction in the in the entrance <laughs> the, the planter <laughs> construction yeah get rid of all the green green fences uh, the security fences yeah that's an interesting one I go, I think I I do think it's kind of it's a, it's like it's a worthwhile idea. But I do also think that the the whole pla like the the entrance plaza type place area before you actually get past security, I've always did feel it was a bit like oh okay, but then once you get in, you're like oh okay cool. But yeah, it's, it's so I'm, so I'm, are they take are they taking out that whole plaza, that whole yeah. thing's going or is yeah. it half of it? Or the whole the, lot. The whole the thing. Wow. So you're not going to get that reveal as you go through and say turn right to the Disneyland Hotel. You're not you're going to already see that. Probably depends as well yeah. how it goes. I don't I, know. It feels as well like that's the last sort of bit of that entrance. Well, I, I don't know whether I call it the entrance plaza, the Esplanade, let's call it. Um, I feel like that's the last kind of bit of its 1992 originality that's just been destructed there. Like, also, that Disneyland Paris sign, that it's, I know we don't like that much, but that's not really going to make any sense anymore because it's going to go like halfway across some of the tents. Yeah. And then just stop. <laughs> oh, well. Sorry, I was texting. Um... <laughs> we, we got that because Ben was like, uh, hard for it was urgent. <laughs> it was an emergency. Uh, yes, but, yeah, but you're but you're right, Jeff. You're right, Jeff. That's going to be a big gap in the middle there, isn't it, between those those two yeah, old style got... signs? So no, or the so new and the old. You got the 1992 sign, and then the the new sign. I want to say yes. 2015 ish, yes. and then there's just going to be a gap in the middle. Yeah. So they should That's remove all weird. of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think I think the old sign is going. Because oh. if you look, oh. if you look Ooh. at yeah, because on the um, ooh, on the um, <laughs> on the blueprint, uh, the line of tents basically is straight in is is on the the same line as what the existing left tents are. So basically, you have the left tents, and then they keep going straight, straight like through the planter, and then they keep going straight to the other side. And if you look at the old entrance, it's quite far down. It's, yeah. You couldn't have a straight line from here to there. I mean, I don't know if someone has Google Maps somewhere. But you can't draw, like, basically all the tents are going to be lined up. So the other, the other entrance cannot be so far down because then you wouldn't have a straight line. You have, like, a longer line and then, like, basically a gap 
like lower down. So I think they're going to remove this whole thing. Question. Do we need that many tents? Like, most of the day they're not even used. We need that many tents for when Walt Disney Studios expands. And it uh, might actually yeah, help for the future, won't it? Yeah, that's land true. And all this, and also yeah. we need yeah. we need the new tents. We need we need all this space when finally they manage to put the uh, hard construction in the budget one day because it is there. It is there. The you know the hard building that they want to do. It's there, but it's just not. There's no money. So they're or hard, yeah. so or like a permanent tents. security building. Yeah, like I mean, permanent right. permanent might be like you know, but yeah, something that is you not know, that's not a like, tent. Kind of like <laughs> the entrance of like the real theme parks, you know, like not just tents. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so a covering a covering. Yeah, so like some yeah, a covering and probably also quite a few walls and stuff because winters are pretty harsh and I think the security people kind of complain quite a lot and there's a lot of like you know those heaters and all i mean it's all it's all kind of like homemade you know um so hopefully one day that comes through and also maybe with the disney village upgrade i don't know um but yeah it's it's sad to see that planter go and i really hope that they do still have some kind of barrier there so you don't see straight down to the dlh when you get off the rvr station yeah absolutely um it is concerning, but I'm sure. I mean, I feel like Imagineering maybe had a say. So, ah, let's see. Um, what else happened? Did we cover everything? Ambassadors. Oh, yeah. Joanna's quitting. <laughs> Dramatic. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, I don't know. Like, uh, it's kind of like a lot of cast members' dream jobs and. She was there for two years and she's quitting after a year and a half. So it is what it is. She's going to go to Scotland to get engaged. I think it was off and now it's back on. So mm -hmm. she's just following love. But um, I guess she can wait until the end of the year. Um, but the good news is that the program is extended with or without Joanna. So Gio is going to stay until the end of 2021. And that's a global decision. That's, that's global probably decision. worth yeah. Yeah. Um, so even though Disney Land, World, Hong Kong, etc., haven't announced it's happening, yeah. um, I think they just announced because um, eventually Joanna would post on her Instagram story boxes of her packing up, and that happened, and we would all find out. Yeah. She's gone. <laughs> um, so that also means Justin is going to stay in um, California. <laughs> just thought I would say. <laughs> This is this is a really good like team of ambassadors this last couple of He's years. So I'm really happy. Gio. Obviously, Gio is my number one, especially if he's listening. No, but Ben, but Ben, your favorite, your favorite thing in the past like what year or year and a half has been Justin's series of no before you go for Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland. No, it's been a no. <laughs> I remember you would send me the links and you're like, oh, look, you need to know before you go. I was like, yeah, sure you do. Yeah. You know, so, they're a really good team and. And I have, even though at the time I had no plans of visiting Galaxy's Edge yet, I watched every single one of those videos from beginning to the end because they were fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, now I know yeah. everything before I go, even though I'm not going. Um, uh, it's a great, it's a great ambassador set, so we're happy about that. Um, yeah, I just you, don't you... think you should quit. Like that's kind of a thing. Agree. Uh, I think she could have stayed till the end of the year. 
and maybe decline the additional year. And I would have been fine with that because, you know, people have plans and you have your life. And if you, you know, you commit to two years, if you don't want to do three years, you don't want to do three years. But I feel like when you become ambassador, you kind of commit to doing two full years. And I don't know, like guests and fan and cast members, they rely on you. Like you're the face of the resort, you know, you're one of the faces of the resort. And I feel like, I don't know, she could have made the effort for an extra six months, but you know. And it doesn't feel right that it's Still love her and still wish her all the best. Uh, She was really fun. And and I think something that was really cool about Joanna is that she never really took herself too seriously. And she's always been kind of a a goofy ambassador and always just, uh, you know, she's she's really funny. So I love (laughs) their outfits. All their outfits have been great. Yes. The the, the dress up ambassador. Yeah. The Phantom Manor (laughs) outfits. The Phantom Manor ones were great. Yeah. Like I said, like, this is a really bad time to quit, you know. When the resort's planning on reopening, it's probably the biggest thing that we've had in many years because this is just so unprecedented. It and feels like this is completely the wrong time to do it. And it's such a historical <laughs> moment. Like, I mean, even if I didn't love my job as an ambassador, which, you know, could never happen, um, <laughs> I feel like I would still want to be part of such like a moment. I mean, uh, and... Um, campus imagine getting imagine being like elected and you're like oh i'm gonna miss out on like the expansion whatever and then being thrown around like hey by the way let's do the opening of like the new lands you'd be like oh my god yes let's do it yeah i mean um and uh mabuko in the chat is asking if there's going to be an opening ceremony on the 15th like in shanghai and hong kong um what is that noise (laughs) it's me i'm on the tube using the new 4d oh Elliot's sitting on the underground. <laughs> Elliot, you have to be at home. We can't. We can't have you like on the go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got you've got me on the go. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> Put yourself on mute when you're not speaking because we can hear your train. Um. So, oh, I think he did. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So yeah. Um. The answer to that is y- yes. Um, yes and no. Uh, there is going to be a speech, I think, but it's not going to be like a, a, a show, you know. So, um, yeah. So it'll be cool if you see it, but I don't think it's going to be. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like April 12. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not a tr- it's not like an anniversary celebration or something. So it's. I don't even know if they'll have characters. Um, but yeah, there's going to be some kind of opening remarks from Natasha. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm, she's, she's just going to get on the stage oh, and go, oh, oh. <laughs> She's just going to get like on, on the entire park speakers and just be, I just want to manage people's expectation and not, you know, people going like super excited to see something on the 15th when it reopens and just be like, oh, well, Natasha said three words and now we're, that's it, you know, so, yeah. Sorry, Patrick. No, yeah, um, that, like, I love how it's like opening remarks and not like a speech. It's like, here are some, rem- here are some notes I have in the opening. Time to go. And Rafalski. <laughs> yeah. they're, gonna, they're gonna find a plug inside inside Emporium, and they're gonna just you know run a wire and plug her up on Main Street, and then she's gonna say her speech, and then they'll just wheel back out. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> and I can't wait to you, for you to see Anne Rafalski in the skin. That's gonna be so fun. Um, Anne. 
No, you just gotta have a fun time. Just yeah, like, hey. Yeah, I mean, are you not coming? Um, I will see if I can get reservation. Well, I was thinking I'll think about you getting a reservation. A reservation. <laughs> yeah, you just, have, yeah, you just rock up. I just rock up at six a.m. and be like, hey. Oh God! So I'm... we're gonna be watching from like a distance, right? There's gonna be actual real media important people before us, surely. Is there? I don't know. Maybe. Is there? Like they'll have like I don't know. TFR and stuff will probably be there. I don't know. Maybe they'll just have broadcast mm. and film it and then they'll just give it to everyone yeah maybe just to be a bit like social distanced i don't know i don't know let's see let's see uh actually uh, well, that's, that's what hong kong Rafalski, that's what hong kong did the park yeah, hong kong did that sorry hong kong delayed. did get one official video right i mean there's, there was also chinese no, media they, was had, there they had like and... a whole row of stuff yeah but that was the entire me that was for the media wasn't it on main street where they had that little show yeah and then I yeah. guess the guest thing came in. It's probably yeah. going to be the same. And stuff. Um, but let's see. I mean, so far, um, Inside Ears has been closed. So we don't know if, if they're going to do something <laughs> for media for us, you know, as in like, come see the reopening. But I don't think they will because I feel like they just don't want to attract too many people for the first day because it's there's a risk there, you know? I mean, not a risk to catch anything. I mean, a risk of like something going wrong or something not being perfect. So we'll see. Um, and I also think, you know, it's a reopening. It's not like it's it's kind of not one of those experiences that really you want people overly caring about. Like you just want them just to be in the park and just enjoy the day. Right. It's not. But you want but you want people to know that you're reopened. Yeah. So you even have a TV ad reopened. from 2005 for it. Yeah, you, you want you want that, but it's not like a huge like. This is amazing. This has never happened before. Wow! Yeah. Yay! Yeah, no, like, I mean, it's, it's 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 a very different sort of atmosphere. Isn't and they have nothing new to sell, so you know it's just gonna be like, hello, welcome, thank you for being patient, and thank you to the cast members, and thank you, thank you, thank you, and enjoy the day, right? I mean, that's how I. See and it. there's no magic without you. And there's no there's no magic without you. <laughs> Mark said Natasha Rofaski, the Park Whisperer. Um, uh, <laughs> Jeff wanted to know if um, Halloween and Christmas events will be impacted, shows and decorations and stuff. So um, there's been additions, and so through those, Disneyland Paris kind of has confirmed that there will be some Halloween offering, and I think Halloween is starting on September 26th, uh, or at least that was the plan before everything closed down. So if that's still the case, Halloween will start end of September. Um, decorations, yes, of course. I mean, I think the park will be decked out for Halloween and decked out for Christmas. I don't see that changing at all. Uh, when it comes to shows, that is kind of anyone's guess, right? Um, are they it's gonna surely do... going to depend on how far we are on the pandemic. Like, exactly. There's a chance that we're mm -hmm. all fine, but... Yeah, but I mean, I think it's also going to depend. I mean, I think France is already kind of okay, and um, the, the question would be where is like all of Europe going to be, you know, in September, and what what can they do? And and also, if you look at Shanghai, they started running the parade after just a few days after they said they weren't going to run the parade. So yeah, that was um, a bit of a that was a bit of a shit show, though. So by yeah. September, you know, will they consider? that it's safe to run 
at parades or will they do some kind of like you know character happening at different times i don't know if they'll do the whole mickey's magical no uh, mickey's uh, halloween <laughs> celebration so yeah it'll be interesting because otherwise you know i mean the meet and greets they could still happen like social distance like they do now for some of the other characters <laughs> And at the castle stage, they'd almost be better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, but there was... Did we not see that conditions for Ursula? No. Yes. Yes. No? Maybe. I don't know. I think so. I think they, were, look, I think they were looking for Ursula, you know, singers. Uh, so that means that the show might happen. So let's see. Um, will they sell Disney-themed face masks? I don't know. Uh, maybe. Good question. I hope so. Yeah. But can can Disneyland Paris like put like sure. get their shit together in time? I feel like <laughs> probably not. In the US, I, they were like on the ball, but at Paris, Disney World, yeah. Disney World did right, but, like right away. Yeah, but I think like most of them sold out like real quick. You'd like to think that the US sent some to Paris and went, well, you know, you want to force people to wear them, but you have to force people to wear them. Just sell them as well. You might as well. Like you would hope that that decision has been made. Well, that's when that's one of the questions as well. Is like uh, for guests who show up but don't have a mask, are they going to be given some free disposable ones? Like, do they have all these plans? Because they should. Because guests are going to be unhappy if they can't come in because they have to wear a mask, and also they have to get ready for people not wanting to wear a mask, which you know is not really a thing in Europe, but it is in the US. But I'm sure some people in Europe don't want to. Oh, of course, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Good luck to the cast for dealing with all this. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting reopening. It's exciting. It's kind of uh, something I never thought that we'd live through, but here we are. So, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm so looking forward. There'll be more news. Obviously, um, the reservation system is supposed to open in July, which means Wednesday is July 1st. So, you know, any second. Uh, We'll let you know if it's open. I guess Disneyland Paris will let you know, but usually we'll let you know before. Uh, <laughs> that would make sense, though, because that would be two weeks before opening. That would yeah. be a good time to open it. That would be a good timing, yeah. So let's see. Let's see what happens. And uh, there's going to be probably more news again, you know, later this week. And, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ruben said, believe uh, – no, uh, Miriam said the French, especially in Paris, completely uh, stopped wearing masks. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be changing in the park. It is a concern, but you know you have to wear your mask everywhere in the park. So yeah, on property, I think, right? As soon as you get through security, I think you have to have your mask on. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, if you take the RER or the train or something, you also have to wear public transport in Paris. I think so. Uh, yeah. What I would recommend is try to find a really good mask that is comfortable. And I know. It's really tempting to get like some cute Epcot design or whatever, but try it. Oh, I did that. Yeah, but try <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Try it. Use it. Wear it for several hours. Like go for a walk or something because on a hot day, wear it on yeah, a hot day. That'll let test me tell you, it. I have so I have purchased um, the Adidas ones, which not Ooh. only look kind of cool because they're like Adidas blue, you know, that electric blue, um, but mm-hmm. also they're made of like this sort of. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, like neoprene slash lycra mix or whatever. Like they made, you know, they make their gym shorts and tops and whatever with them. 
um, and they're super comfortable and you it literally you can breathe through them and it really feels like you're almost not wearing masks so I would very much recommend going for you know function before form for these because um, yeah and also the, some of them are like actually just the plain surgical ones I feel like they're much lighter than the cotton ones yeah, so, yeah. I have I went to Tesco and bought a whole bunch of those um, yeah because for me, for me, these um, have been working better so far. Like they're they're disposable surgical ones. I have some cloth ones that are really cute, but uh, I don't know. Like when I talk, they fall off my nose and they're quite <laughs> thick, and you kind of they become kind of like you know humid in there, and it's just like yeah. So if you think about an entire day at the park, make sure that you have a good mask and make sure you bring enough well, uh, one per day or even yeah multiple ones isn't it yeah yeah Yeah, and make sure you also grab if you're using reusable ones grab like a a ziploc bag or something so that when you're eating or drinking you can just slip it in have your food drink and then take it back out again put it back on yeah so definitely a task for you in the next two weeks if you're going to visit get a good set of masks and that you're comfortable with and try them at home or i mean maybe not in your home but try them you know going around town uh back home before going uh, yeah, the Adidas ones are really cool. So yeah, they're on the website. Some of them are sold out. Make sure you check the size because the S, the small ones are really small, and I think they're definitely made for women. And the medium large are more made for like men. Whoa, size, whoa, sweeping, sweeping statements here. <laughs> no, I mean no, because I made the mistake of buying the small ones, and I don't have a huge head, and they they don't really fit on me. And I had to buy like the big one. And obviously, you can't return these because they've you know they've been on your face. So uh, if if someone has a small face and wants a mask, uh, drop me a message. I can give it to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is what we have to look forward to. Um, it'll definitely be uh, an interesting uh, couple of weeks. Is there anything else that we forgot that happened last week? No, we covered everything. Ambassador construction mass social distancing. The crappy ad, yeah, I think we're good, right? Jeff, you're like the, the um, news. <laughs> no, we're not touching Splash Mountain, are we? No. Well, yeah. we could talk about that after the quiz, maybe in like uh, the you know discussion. I think there is a question about it, so maybe we can talk about it. Um, I think that's it for Paris. Um, other than uh, all the usual AP benefits apply, you know, you can go to the AP uh, entrance and stuff like that. All that stuff's still happening. Is the, um, a- is the AP office going to be open, you think? Yes. Huh. Um, so that's open. You can buy a temporary pass. It's kind of everything's sort of normal if you've got an annual pass. Yeah. So that's good. Um, I had a question today, somebody asking me about inventions um, that's closed because of the Disneyland Hotel closed, so yeah. bear that in mind. You can't just go in for a quick drink in Cafe Fantasia. Yeah. It would be interesting uh, to have the hotel closed, but I guess we need, we need to get used to it because if they do go through with a you know, princess refurbishment, we're going to have to deal with it for like two years or something. Oh, there is something we didn't mention. Um, oh. The capital injection. Oh, yeah. We got money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... We got money, but uh, I feel like it's more of like you know moving around <laughs> funds within the Walt Disney Company. So we got it's, allocated. It's more to keep the uh, the loss of revenue. Yeah, we got allocated 155 million. Is that it? Over five years? Um, um, no, so three. I think it's 350 million. 50 350 million. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lump sum this year, yeah. isn't it? 155. Yeah. 
and the rest can be taken in three years or can be withdrawn incrementally over three years. That is a lot of Chinese urns. Um, <laughs> but it's good. I mean, the resort, <laughs> the resort needs cash to function, and obviously no cash has been coming in the coffers for three months, so I guess that's to offset you know, all those things they had to pay uh, for the past three months and all the things that they need to pay for the next three months, like the Tower of Terror shields. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, removing them. But good. I mean, you know, it's, it shows... Um, it, obviously, you know, the reasons and where the money is coming from and everything is kind of obscure, and I'm sure we don't have the full picture, but it shows that having the Walt Disney Company behind us is a much faster, effective way to remedy to those, you know, cash issues. Because before, when well, it was we would, quoted, we would quote it on the stock market, and like they had like relationships with like a dozen banks that were financing the resorts and the investors and everything getting something like this voted would have taken a year and a half and now we're able to get like i mean 350 million that's uh that's not nothing that's like an attraction and a half so um uh, it's good that they can uh, attraction and a half that we're not getting that we're not getting yeah. <laughs> like, oh. like that's the yeah. sad thing but you know um, so yeah, like, i think i think that's a great point really, if they really wanted it, they really could, but they're like, meh, this is too COVID relief, which I know we need. But like, it's even more enraging that they could just literally tomorrow say, here's a new attraction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it also goes to, you can also apply that to like all the governments around the world who are, you know, who are like taxing us all year, but all of a sudden they were able to unlock like billions and billions. I'm like, what, where did this come from? You know, so it's emergency, you know, so. Yeah, no, I'm only, I'm only, jo I'm only joking. But uh, yeah, but it's good. It's good that you know we have they they're backing us up, and even though they probably don't really have much of a choice, but it's happening, so that's good. Uh, and something else uh, that was mentioned um, in like the D twenty three interview of is it Bob Weiss? Yes. Yes. Um, he said that Avengers Campus, and he mentioned Paris first. <laughs> I had to sit down, um, and he said that Avengers Campus will you know keep going on as planned and open as planned uh maybe of course a little bit later but uh construction started today and yeah it's uh quite advanced so avengers campus in california and in paris are going on as planned so that is not slowed down or stopped and hopefully we'll have a brand new land next summer exciting times um, all right so uh let's take a first musical break and then we'll come back for the quiz Today's theme is remixes, so um, get ready to dance. Um, the first one, <laughs> the first one um, so a couple of those are, are from this really cool album that is called, um, crap, I forgot, um, D, Jeff, what is it called? Uh, oh, um, Deconstruction. Deconstruction. Yes, that's it. Deconstruction. Which, and it's an album that um, came if out. You, if you watched, um, if you're a D23 Gold member, by the way, and you watched the archives video um, over the weekend, the cover art of the really cool, like Mickey, I don't know what to call them, speakers or the the block things. Oh yeah. Um, they were actually they're actually in the archives. They exist as a real thing. Oh, interesting. I thought mm -hmm. it was like they, a three D. I missed the link for that. Oh. Oh. I knew it. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, so they actually exist. So it's an album of like various remixes by famous, you know, dance 
artist, I guess, um, of Disney songs, theme park songs, uh, you know, anyway. And um, one of them that I really like uh, is called Hey Pluto, and it's a mix with a bunch of cute little quotes from, uh, you know, classic Mickey cartoons. Uh, and it's, it's a remix by Stonebridge, uh, who you might know if you know dance music. Um, and it's really fun. So it's going to be your first song. And then we'll be back in a few minutes with the Disney quiz and Patrick, the quiz master. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a bit.
welcome back to the DMP Report podcast. Um, are you guys? Are you guys uh, talking? No, you're not good. No, we were done. <laughs> no. so we had it. We had it on. We had it on. <laughs> um, time for the quiz, Patrick. Oh, sorry. You know what that music means? <laughs> well, it's that music that you can hear. Still, still never had the music. I'll send it to you. Um. Yeah, is there a theme today, Patrick, to the quiz? No, oh God, no. The theme, <laughs> is, the theme is ten questions about Disney parks, and that's kind of really a. I like I was sitting, I was sitting earlier on, because Ben like sent me a message. I just had a nap because I had a day at work, and I was just so tired. And I came home and I had a nap, and oh, then Ben was, oh. "There's a quiz tonight," and I was like, "What more is there left to know about Disney park?" <laughs> and I was like, right, um, so, um, uh, are we ready? Are we doing this thing? Let's, yeah. let's do it. So, as usual, you okay. don't have to say your name. You just scream the answer. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you a T-shirt with the with the rules of the freaking page, on it, <laughs> and you have to wear <laughs> park. Um, anyway, okay, right. Let's do it. Um, so, question number one: What is the name of the dinosaur? Who resides in Echo Lake at Disney Hollywood Studios? Ben. Ben. Berta? Bertie? No. Bertie. Bertie. No. No? No. Am I far off? No. Oh. David. <laughs> David. Is it Gertie? It is. Oh, damn it. Yeah. It's a G. He, he, I put him on there. <laughs> um, which French actress presented Studio Tram Tour Behind the Magic? With Jeremy Irons in Walt Disney Studios Park. Oh my gosh, I know her first name, but not her last name. Oh god. Because <laughs> we don't have anyone French on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't we, Ben? Um, oh. <laughs> uh, Am I allowed to just give her first name? Does that? Yeah, work? I'll give you. I'll give it to you if you give her first name. Do you get half of them? All right. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the name? Um. Irene, isn't it? Yeah, Irene Jacob. There you go. Oh, um, um, oh. <laughs> that well-known actress. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just having to see question number four, and I'm excited about it, so get excited. Here's question number three. <laughs> um, um, which Pixar character could frequently be seen by diners in Restaurant des Stars in the mid noughties Darren. Uh, Darren. Oh, uh, Remy. It is, yeah. The cutest little thing as well. And this uh, little tray and his trouble. That, that, was, that was quite good. Yeah. That was cute. Uh, I ate restaurant they starved just to see Remy. <laughs> um, question number four. Quite proud of myself with this one. What was the name of the cocktail served during Marvel Season of Heroes inspired by the Incredible Hulk? Oh. Oh, no Ooh. idea. How did you go and dig that one out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember the receipt had a really funny thing on it. And I, I didn't drink, drink this one. <laughs> you this, must, this you must like, have stuff. I yeah. had the Captain Marvel <laughs> one, but the Hulk one, it looked great. <laughs> Too green for me. Um. Anyone? No. Does anyone have it in the chat? I don't have the chat open, so. No, no one's answered yet, anyway. Oh, it's the green smash cocktail. Oh. And when you got the receipt, it oh, was yeah. green smash cocktail. It had green in it. 
Do you remember? Do you remember the receipt was green smash cock? I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's why I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember. I remember. I got it, and I sent it to Ben, and I was like, look what I just got, and he was like, oh good god. He was like, <laughs> I was like, no, it's a drink. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, how many lands did Magic Kingdom contain on its opening day? Um, Steph. Steph. Three? Nope. Cat. Okay. Cat. Five? Nope. Jeff? Hang on, let me count again. Hang on, one. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not five cats, Harry. Darn. Jeff, did you say Jeff? I did say Jeff. Sorry. Um, four? Nope. David. David. <laughs> uh, six. It is, yeah. We got there through elimination, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. Only so many numbers that you can say. Main Street USA, Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, and Liberty Square. Uh, oh. What? Oh, I didn't count Main Street. Uh, Damn it. What is the name? I think I might have asked this question before, but why not? Um, what is the name of the Frozen themed roller coaster coming to Hong Kong Disneyland? And I, I want the Elliot. full titles. I want the full title. Wondering, yes, please, Ellie. Wondering Oaken Sliding Slate. Correct. Oh, yeah. Um, um, next. Um, yeah. Which retired Disneyland Paris show featured characters from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Handy Money, and Winnie the Pooh and Friends? And I want the full. I want the full name. Disney Junior live on stage. Yeah, Darren, which one that Literally, I was like, what one, what one will Darren get? I was like, oh, sorry, Darren. Oh, so bad, no. Uh, well done, my, yeah, I remember it when it was Playhouse Disney when I was a child. Um, yeah. How many, how many animals can be seen on the Disney's Animal Kingdom logo? Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Steph. Five. Correct. <laughs> oh, wow. oh my gosh. Okay. Steph. Steph. Yeah? I'll give you a, an extra point if you can name them. Um, a giraffe? No. A lion? Oh. No, there wasn't a giraffe, but well done. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I know the dragon's on there. Yeah, there's the lion still on there. Lion, an elephant, a dragon, a dinosaur, and a gazelle. Dinosaur. Type thing. I knew there was a dinosaur in there. Anyway, what is the name? So, and going into the last two questions, it's still quite close. Elliot and David are on two. Jeff, Darren, and Steph are on one. Ben and Cat, yeah, to score. Um, um, what is the so last two questions? What is the name of the snack location directly beside the Fantasyland Theater where guests typically purchase snacks? For Mickey and the Magical Map in Disneyland Resort. The big. Oh, um, the big turkey leg Jeff? one. Yes, Jeff. Oh, is it the Troubadour something? I don't know. Yes, it is, but I would like to know what the something is, please. 
<laughs> I don't know. Anyone? Nope. Nope. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it to Jeff. Troubadour tra Tavern. Uh, and the last question, uh, which seemed, considering the previous question worked so well, I made a follow-up <laughs> question. Um, in, which other, in which other Disney park can a snack location with Troubadour in the title be kept, be found? Alia? Alia. It's going to guess Hong Kong Disneyland. It's not Hong Kong Disneyland. Uh... Steph. Steph. Recycle question from a Hong Kong Disneyland episode. Steph. Walt Disney World. No. David. David. Is it Paris. It is not. Cat. Yeah. Cat. Only so many resorts, isn't it? Uh, Shanghai. <laughs> it is Shanghai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually, someone was gonna land on this. <laughs> <laughs> the only I one we didn't yeah. say was uh, Tokyo. <laughs> Cat. Can you hear me, Cat? Yes. I'll give you an extra point if you can tell me the name of it. No. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's Troubadour Treats. Ah. Uh, and they sell turkey legs there too, and they're gross. So the finals. Oh my god. We have we have the triple joint winners today. David, Jeff, and Elliot on two points. Yes. Three, three, three weeks in a row. Look at me. Three weeks in a row. <laughs> Elliot, turn off your microphone though, because train's Sorry. noisy. Love you, really. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the quiz. Some of us are some of us are key workers these days. Uh, so my honey, but I got home at five o'clock. So. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was the quiz. All right. Yay. You're welcome. My pleasure. All right. That was fun. Yes. Fun. Yeah. Thank you. Um, nope. What are we? Should we get? We should get a theme for the next one. Oh Ben, don't make a freaking heart because you're gonna tell me. <laughs> And it's before it starts. I'm going to be in a nap. And then you're going to be like, uh, make 10 questions, but make them all about Mickey Mouse. I'm like, oh, Wait. good lord. I have, I, have an, I have an idea for a, a theme. You could do openings and closings. Ooh. Ooh. Of what, Ooh. though? What does that mean? <laughs> no, that sounds... Like, just dates of <laughs> when things opened and when Every things Every opening is a closing. And, and, re <laughs> and reopenings as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really cool. Because there's like some things that have reopened, like Captain EO and stuff like that. There's some kind of cool stuff you could do. There. Yeah, like can we can we make something easy for me to actually research? <laughs> like, no. Because <laughs> then, then if I'm like, what date did this open? And you're like, is it the press opening or is it the real opening? I'm like, <laughs> the one that's on Wikipedia. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, Ash, Ash says he can make the quiz if Patrick, if you want to play next week or next. Oh my gosh. Oh, that yes. could be fun. Ooh. Oh, oh no, oh. because show how much of a fraud I am. <laughs> yes. No, we have to. I like it. <laughs> God. Ash. Agreed? Yes. Ash, okay, but you have to tell me the answers beforehand so I don't look like a fucking knob. That's definitely uh, not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if Ash gets to make the rules, I get to add little things on as well, so. And don't forget to say your name. 
Oh my god, I'm not gonna say my name just to be like, and then I'm gonna realize how much of a how much of a hard world that is to follow. <laughs> All right, so um, we have lots of questions, but we're gonna play another song that is a also a remix, and this one was suggested by Jeff. It is the Touter 10th anniversary remix. I don't know. I think it was played at the press event, but who knows? I wasn't there. Oh, the opening? Yeah, because if, I don't know, if you went to the Tower Terra 10th anniversary AP party, they played the whole, the animation thing, which was amazing. And then, like, it was like, you've just crossed over into the Twilight Zone. And I think that's when everyone went into the ride on the press event. Oh, I see. Was this, right. Was this the was this the party where a cast member was playing from his phone through the PA system? <laughs> no, no, that was that was Marvel. No, that was oh, Marvel nights, yeah, because there was no music the, at all. The Terra Terra night was amazing. Okay. Like they had actors, and you got on the ride with actors. Oh yeah, and they like had omnibus they were from creepy and oh, it was so good. Yeah, I got on this one with this old man who was like he was a bit like disorientated. Yeah. And happening and i was like is, is this man okay it was like i became I friends with him by the end of the night <laughs> <laughs> yeah that looked like a really fun thing yeah. um so let's play this I, I i will admit that i have not listened to it in a long time so i forgot what it sounds like but you know you guys can't hear it as either so all listeners can hear it so let's play that and then when we <laughs> back um we'll talk um we'll discuss uh, questions and topics all right see you in a bit You've just entered into the Twilight Zone.
welcome back to the DIP Report Podcast. That's kind of a cool remix. I forgot that existed. It's a lot of the same. It's great. It's, it's just a lot of like the loop just repeats a lot, but yeah. Um, we uh, we remembered something we didn't cover, by the way. Ah, what is it? <laughs> AP Friends tickets. Oh, God. Yeah, that one. <laughs> so, oh, God. Well, listen. If we, talk, if we don't have enough time to do any questions because it's so complicated. No, but here's the thing. <laughs> what is the problem with guests of Disneyland Paris is that if there is some kind of system that can be rigged, they will rig it. And, you know, why are friends' tickets only available at the entrance of the parks? Why are they not available online? I mean, normally. Because people resell them on eBay. Just like, you know, Air France employees resell their Air France benefits and they had to cut them. Um, so even in the context of this reopening, if you just make them available to all the AP holders, people are going to go on whatever website and resell their tickets uh, that mm -hmm. they're going to buy for 35 euros. They're going to sell them for 50 euros, which is still a better deal if you don't have an annual pass or know anyone. And they're going to make some money with their 20 tickets. And they're just going to buy the dates that people want and just like email it to them. And then there you go. You've got some free money. So now you have to but, I mean, call the call center no, and tell them the date. And then it's going to come a week later. It makes it much harder because then it's a physical ticket. You have to like receive it at your house and then mail it to the person who wants to buy it. Can you imagine? Um, it's going to add five euros on as well because that's what postage costs. Uh, actually, no, right, gonna be, before... they're going to be shipped for free. They're going to be shipped for free. Oh, lovely. Because hmm. yeah, that was in the I get your, I get your, I get your idea, but before you had to be at the park entrance and scan your pass to get the ticket. So surely this actually enables people to then do that eBay thing because they can agree with their buyers what date they want, order it two weeks in advance, and then just send it on the next day, first class. It's more complicated, though. Before they were only valid on. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you first you have to call the CRO, which is going to take you two hours, and then you have to buy them for a specific date. So that means that the person is willing to already know the date they want to go, and give you the money and arrange all the stuff, and then you probably have to wait one or two weeks. Yeah, I know, but like before, because, it was only possible you know. to do it on the day, like when you were there. But now you could actually. You don't have to you the AP holders doesn't even have to be at the resort, so it actually right. makes selling them possible. So I don't so, know, like if someone wants to go to that length. So I mean you need to yeah. like just ship them. It's it's just like more it puts more barriers. What I'm saying is that they don't want to put them online because that is just really, really easy. Like everyone would do it, you know? And then of course the privilege ticket is a dated ticket, so you don't have to enter the reservation system. However, the AP holder still does. But, but I mean, as so you could have a situation saying, you may where, not have to. <laughs> yeah, but you might. In theory, my park might reach capacity and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you've got this weird situation where your guest might have park access, but you don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Disneyland Paris. True, but I mean, I'm sure if you show up at the park, and I don't know, I feel like you know, in their in their capacity measurements, there's always going to be some leeway. There's going to be a several hundreds difference in the numbers, just so that they can accommodate guests who complain or who don't for, for those situations. 
Maybe not because of Ferris, but I feel like Disney has should have thought about that. Maybe no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so you can still get friends tickets, but you have to know you have to really plan in advance and know like when you're visiting and stuff. Like for example, if I want to bring a friend from London and we're gonna go together in September, then I'll just call and buy a ticket, have it shipped to me, and I'll just bring it with me when we go in September. You know, for him, and he'll just like pay me back. So. But you have to name your date now. You do. So like, how early are you going to be able to do it before? Like, is it going to be like a month, two months? Of course, if it rains, then sorry, you just paid out 39 euros and you're not getting that back. Right, but I mean, if you come from London, you're going to go anyway. Well, of course, yeah, but it's going to be more for locals, right? That's people yeah. who probably use them more than we do. Yeah, I mean, I rarely use mine. Only when I have, like, you know, non-Disney friends who decide they want to come with me. I don't know if I ever have used one, actually. Oh wow! I've used every, quite a bit. Every year, I can I kind of get down. I kind of start getting into like saving mode because like three months before my passes up, I'm like and stop because I've got like nine left. That's the thing about this whole like adding on our passes, whatever. I have like ten privilege tickets left, and I was like, great, that's till October. But now it's till like March, so I have to make them even last even longer now. That is true, actually. But you, uh, you can use any during three months, so... Yeah, yeah, no, it's true, but, like, I was in my head, I was, like, because my friends want to go, and they, like, there's a lot of friends that want to go, so it's, like, that's, I know that's going to be, like, five in one go, so that leaves me basically with four, because we're going to go at the end of, at the end of the summer, so it's, like, five in one go, and then that means I've got four left until, like, March. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Usually it can be a pain because you have to stand in the ticketing queue to get yeah. them. Yeah. So that's what sometimes puts people off. But now I guess it's just flipped it. So it creates more dilemmas, but for the AP holder this time. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't expect many people will actually use them once they find out how to get them and stuff. But yeah. Also, I don't know. Um, I get that they don't want to have queues at the entrance of the parks, but for those like very limited occasions like these, could they not have like one ticketing window with like social distancing in the queues? I don't know. Well, Disney Studios is perfect for a socially distanced queue. That's a good ticketing area. Yeah. And it doesn't block the turnstiles like uh, Disneyland Park does. Yeah. Because I think they're going to use the that queuing system for park entry, right? Yeah, I mean, in the middle, they have all those uh, barriers, like, under the main awning in the middle. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to use the switchbacks that are normally meant for ticketing. Maybe. I don't know. Interesting question. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why ticketing is closed. Because they're using those queues to just, like, shuffle people through the entrance. Maybe. We'll find out next week. Uh, no, not next week. Week after. Uh, Something like that. What is it saying? Do you think for extra magic, will they will they try and get more spaces open so that even if there's not like all the attractions open, guests will have places to like space out? Because like you know the way normally it's like a little bit of Frontierland, tomorrow uh, Discoveryland and uh, Fantasyland, and I know that only leaves kind of Adventureland, but like 
do you not think they'll try and maybe because like that's what I'm thinking. Like say you know in the morning if there's like a lot of people and they're trying to get them in and then they get them in and they kind of have to make sure that they've somewhere to go so they're not going to really stop them on Main Street so they're going to try and like have them flooding it. I don't know. It just feels like if everyone's kind of crowded around outside the ho- outside or in like Main Street, that's going to be a bit of a headache and you probably want to get people as dispersed as quickly as you possibly could now. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. There was a question that, Jeff, I think you have the answer. Um, Hilda wanted to know what's going on with carer tickets? Right, okay. So, uh, the person who needs a carer has to reserve their place through the reservation system as normal. However, your carer does not. So you can turn up on the day with your carer and you go, well, I've got my reservation. We're going to go to, I think they're using guest relations still. They're using a ticketing window for the carer tickets and they're just distributed as normal. And then in the park, priority queues, everything is just as normal. So just the person with a disability is reserving this bill, that place. Good. Um, sorry, I was I, I missed the question now because I was looking at you know that tweet that came out. So, um, sorry, where are my questions? <laughs> uh, right. So we have questions from Eduardo. Hi, Eduardo. Hi. Hi, Eduardo. Yeah, Eduardo. Now, a good one actually that we've discussed between us is. Do you think DLP needs closer competition, like Disney World has Universal? Like, is there not Ooh. enough big theme park competition yes. in DLP that is basically, you know, holding them back from really investing and really creating something top-notch? 100%. You know, mm-hmm. the, the number one phrase is, we are Europe's number one tourist destination. So in their eyes, they've done it. You know, where else is there to go? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's Europa Park, yeah. there's Epping, and those places. Yeah. I feel like they're not really competition for DLP. Because I think those those places are great principles for their countries, but they don't really attract international. They would have international visitation, but not on the scale that DLP has. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Port Ventura, we talked about this this afternoon. It's funny, because Port Ventura used to be Universal. Yes, well, quite like 60% owned or something and so and it got out Why? yeah Univer. they had no they, well, were, they had loads of debt i think like the parent company needed to sell them oh. like 20 years or 15 years ago or something all oh, right because yeah. they, still, they still um have pretty decent relations with um comcast right. yeah with the pecker still there and stuff like they still license quite a lot of things from universal i think but imagine imagine if like Port Ventura had, you know, Harry Potter and Jurassic Park and, you know, all those things. Um, mm-hmm. That would have been, I feel like, a good contender for DLP. And also they have... Hot, 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 hot location as well. Yeah, and they have much nicer weather. I mean, you could go there mm-hmm. from, like, you know, and have, like, a summer weather between, like, I don't know, like, March, April until, like, September, October. Weather in Paris, it's already quite, you know, getting quite... The problem is... Problem is you can't really see Paris being like an Orlando theme park center of the center of Europe kind of thing. It, I can. 
I think the only feasible competition would be if the London Resort is a quality scale and if it ever happens. Yeah. Because the UK is such a big market for DLP that if there's any getting in the way, even if they lost 1% or 2%, it'd be catastrophic um, to DLP's balance sheet. Because the UK guests are the ones who come for the four days. They used to eat in the restaurants they supposed to stay in the Disneyland Hotel. Um, so they drive such big revenue. So if they then have something closer to home, they don't have to get the Eurostar and they're getting a similar level of quality themed experience, that could be have a bad effect on DLP. I, I do think that, like, I don't know, for like, especially if you get young kids, like, going to DLP if you're in the UK is just like a thing everyone does. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, everyone's like, oh, our kids are three and four. Let's take them to Disneyland Paris. It's kind of like a default thing for a lot of families. Yeah. I don't think there's much that anyone else could do to change that. Yeah, it depends. the London the... Resort has probably the best chance. I don't think it will change it. Um, but I think it might... You might go to the London Resort every year or I don't know, something like that. I think it will definitely have more of a pull. I feel like the London Resort will probably do more damage, like as as from what I've seen. I feel like the London Resort will probably do more damage to if it, it if it will do any damage to like Alton Towers or Thor Park or stuff like that, as like a kind of oh yeah like let's go for the day type thing. I'm not sure, from what I've seen or the concept or whatever. I'm not sure it has, for, at the minute it has. I don't I don't know if it has enough to to draw people away from Disneyland Paris, but, you know. Yeah, but I think it has the potential with the backing of Paramount. Like, it could... Didn't that fall? Yeah, so they had problems, but Paramount's back, and so is the BBC and ITV, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think, think though, as well, as, like, and, and, like, we were saying, like, that might draw, like, a, a UK crowd, but like it's the whole problem with all these like Europa Park and Efteling and all the they're kind of quite popular in their localities but not as you know the way like Disney and Paris is very kind of universal so I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm not sure like ITV properties or BBC <laughs> properties are going to be a draw to people who live in I don't know the Netherlands for example well I mean they could be because things like Doctor Who are pretty big worldwide um, and I think yeah, that's where I, it, do, it does it does have draws. I don't I don't think it has the same level of competition. I don't think it's even close. Yeah. But I think there is something there that is probably going to elevate it above maybe even Efteling and Europa Park. I think there will be a more of a pull than those. I think it will always be a second place, but I think it could be a second place. I think the only so, thing the only thing that would make DLP nervous would be if Universal bought Portaventura back and built Harry Potter there. Yeah. Yes, that's the, only, that's the only thing that I think. I think Disney would get nervous if that happened. Even if they built like like in the WB tour, and I have never done it, and I've just heard people that have done it. But if that even became a thing where they started just trying, I I don't know if there's space, but like here in a, in a kind of like hypothetical situation, if they started throwing rides in there and like lands in there, like that would be like a killer track. They're not allowed they, to, unfortunately. They would they would really not, really want that, to. I mean, like in a in a hypothetical situation, if yeah, there was yeah. somewhere that had something like that. Like a, a Harry Potter experience, which is like plus plus plus, would be like a killer. Like that would because yeah. that's massively popular. Yeah, I agree. I think people mm-hmm. underestimate just how popular Harry Potter is. Sometimes, like it's it's, yeah. it's huge. 
Well, it, like, it, can tra- it transform Universal from being like a nice side day in, to a Disney World trip to being like a contender for people's holidays. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, I actually do think that Europe should eventually somehow have a Harry Potter theme park or at least land or something. I think that's something that somewhere in Europe really does need to look at because it's so interesting. It's to know based this. in Europe and it makes sense to mm-hmm. have it. You can have like a Ministry of Magic, like for the country that you're visiting. Like, if it's in Spain, have the Spanish Ministry of Magic, or if you're in, I don't know, France, have the French Ministry of Magic. That would be like a really cool. Yeah, I don't even really like. I'm not. I, I, it's not that I don't like Harry Potter, but um, I realized you know when you see everyone else who's super into it, I realized how not super into it, it was because everyone else was like way into it. But like, it'd be a, a cool. It'd be like a cool thing to like see. Yeah, and the lands are really good, and I think that the closest that Universal has come to a Disney-style land, and it is very impressive, and I think that European guests would eat it up. So if somewhere does build it, um, that would get Disney very worried, I think. Does Universal have the worldwide rights to it, or just the stateside? Yeah, or... Central Q as well. Worldwide. Oh, it's in Osaka, sorry. It's in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, is is it so they have the whole global rights? Yeah. So basically, the only way that that would ever happen is if Universal either came back to Port of Ventura or picked a new site and was like, "Let's do it." I just or, think these companies they see the True. Because it, they are licensing it from Warner Brothers still. You know, it's not like they're licensing it from J.K. Rowling. They're licensing. Wasn't it, from it a joint Brothers. licensing though? Like, wasn't it jointly no, it's, from it's, Warner Brothers? Um, so Warner Brothers technically own Harry Potter. Um, if you open any of the recent Harry Potter books, uh, they all mm-hmm. say copyright Warner Brothers. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So let's get let's get right to it. Um. Um, Eduardo had a question about the retheme of Splash Mountain, but actually with a GLP twist, um, could it be the, st- the time to, for GLP to add a version of that attraction and sharing the development costs? Or what is our, and what is our opinion on the retheme? So everyone's got... Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Everyone's got a different opinion. I don't know. I feel... So, the, you know, I, I, I've enjoyed Splash Mountain and, and I know... I know what it's based on, but I also know that you know the attraction really drew the the, um, the cartoon characters from the movie. Um, oh, I'm a bit quiet. Okay, uh, drew only the cartoon characters from the movie and not really the rest of the story. But you know, nonetheless, I feel like we've enjoyed it for many years, and uh, and it does it does reference <coughs> that movie, and you know maybe it's time. And so I'm actually I'm excited. I think it's it's a good time and. Let's do it, you know. And Tiana deserves a cool attraction, and I think this is a great attraction to do um, that retheme because it's going to fit, I think, really well. As long as they get the story, the story right, and then they bring in the song from the movie. It's got great music. It's got some great, yeah. you know, visuals. Great environment. Great universe. Um, there's a bit of magic. There's a bit of mysteries. A bit of scary, and uh, so yeah, I think it's. Um, it's gonna be fun, of course. You know, I think everyone is gonna miss the, the whole, you know, zippity doo and everything. But um, it's had its time, and I think, you know, yeah, that's how I feel. Who you guys? What do you guys think? I personally won't miss Splash Mountain at all. It was creepy 
and I hated it. So really, <laughs> yeah, no. But all the wow. things I like. Boom. Was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of all the things Patrick loves, like Small World and Splash Mountain, I'm like, nope, those are the two worst things in the world. Like, <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, you can't say you can't say we don't have diverse opinions on the show. <laughs> So I, I was always in favor of rethinking the Ant's Princess and the Frog, um, but what really sort of cemented, and even last week I was in favor of it, but I listened to a podcast over the weekend um, called, I think it was, uh, You Must Remember This, and it's a really interesting look at Splash Mountain, and I would challenge anyone to listen to it and not to change their mind about Splash Mountain. Um, so Disney re-released Splash Mountain in 1986, and they started work on Splash Mountain in 1987. It made $8 million, which actually put it in one of the top uh, grossing films of the year. Song of the South or Splash Mountain? Uh, Song of the South. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, so they re-released it. Uh, it was one of the top grossing films. Did they really? And do you think yeah. they'll still use Zippity Doodah in the parks? No, <laughs> I, I, I don't think they will. because no. so, so the point that they kind of closed this podcast on, which I thought was really interesting and brilliant was is that there's a huge movement um sort of in that's in those circles to re-release song of the south and that kind of is enabled by the fact that this attraction exists you know because it kind of creates that mystique about there's a thing that i can't watch so now i really want to watch it and you get rid of that and you almost i hate saying write it out of history yeah but as you write it out of history that film disappears from public consciousness which is kind of where it needs to be oh kun says what's going to happen with disney stars on parade most parade songs have at least a reference as if oh. you did it yeah, that's <laughs> does the new yeah. one the magic happens does that have zippity doo no. no. uh, at the end no i don't think so yeah it does at the end. I'm almost it's sure. So, so an into so many different things, isn't yeah. it? Over the uh, years. I'm gonna find it, but yeah. I'm checking. I think, what, I think what Disney did very cleverly with this is get Tony Baxter on board with it. Yeah. Right. As an advisor. I mean, there's a PR thing that was clever as well. Yeah, and I think look, 30 years is a long time, and people say, well, you know, oh, you could just build a Tiana another attraction. Okay, in Disneyland, where? Yeah, I mean, like there's not a lot of space. Yeah, Galaxy's <laughs> Edge took all the space. Yeah, no uh, like uh, just not count Galaxy's Edge. It'll be fine. Zippy Doodah is in there. It is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's a very throwaway line. I think they could get rid of it pretty easily. Yeah, <laughs> no, like in, in a lot, a lot of the parades, it is a bit of a like a tr- chronic tr- like it is something that you could, like theoretically, just like erase. Um, but yeah. Like they could just then... change it to a Mary Poppins thing, like quick thing, like super califragilistic or something for stars on parade, because that's what they already dance yeah. to. So yeah. I mean, it has it has a lot of like you know um, choreography and all those things. Yeah. Something I've learned from Elliot is that you can't just change a show. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I, I I do think that it is a very good point that having it in the public consciousness, even as a sort of forbidden thing, is kind of not good and i think it should be consigned to the history books a little bit but i also think the film should be accessible somewhere like i i, I feel I, like it yeah. should be a part it should be 
it should be accessible, but they shouldn't be able to make profit off of it. Is what I, my yeah, and yeah, and they kind of mentioned that in that podcast too. That there's, you know, you're taking oh, okay, so I'm not allowed this, but hey, I'm going to strip out all the racist bits and make money from that film, but mm-hmm. also I'm making money over here too. So I satisfy everyone, and that's probably not where they should be. Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, in terms of Disneyland Paris, I mean. I'm going to wheel out my usual answer to where should there be a, a new attraction at Disneyland Park. We do have an expansion pad behind um, Indiana Jones. And, you know, it could be some kind of Splash Mountain. You know, Indiana Jones Adventure on Princess and the Frog. No, but I mean, like, even like a Princess and the Frog Splash Mountain type thing. Because I think there's and definitely a water ride is needed in Disneyland Park. And that could be, that could be a good... Um, option i uh, also like the idea of having the moana splash mountain version with the tiki yeah so mm-hmm. that is still number one on my list but if we can't have that then princess and the frog i think it could work as well i mean you because adventureland could do princess and the frog i mean moana fits better really but um you know the the weird thing about this attraction though is that it takes place after the film so two of the core characters are dead um yeah, I I don't know how they're gonna get around that. Wait, who's that? I, uh, uh, Ray, right, but um, they, they she can have a dream or some shit like that. It's Disney. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they have to be in the attraction somewhere. Right? Yeah, I mean, if you don't have Doctor mm-hmm. Facilier, that's it. Like, I mean, is there anyone even gonna go on it? Doctor Facilier is a crime. I mean, I mean, come on, like going down the bayou and mm-hmm. friends on the other side in an attraction. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, please. I mean, friends on the other side is mm-hmm. definitely going to be before the drop, right? I mean, if it's not, yeah. then what are you, are you even imagineers? Yeah. Well, they yeah. should be going up, right? Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Also, when you look at like another beloved attraction. Yeah. Like Tower Terror, how that was rethemed to Guardians of the Galaxy, and I am not a Guardians of the Ga- I'm not really even into Marvel, and Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my absolute most favorite attractions ever. Mm. It's so good. good. That's so a good like, one, yeah. so like you know, I like um I especially like Darren said with Tony Baxter coming back, I really don't know how they're gonna screw this up because I mm. really think they can. <laughs> And Luke says Dr. Fessier could technically come back because he was only dragged back to the other side. He's not dead. Yeah, he's a shadow man. Of course. So if if you go through the other side, I mean, you could go down the drop and end up in the other side. No. They could have, like, his shadow, like, on the wall. Yeah, you want to escape him. You're going to drop down and you want to be down the bayou with Tiana, (laughs) all the, like, everyone on the bow and, like... Mama Odie, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to open my fear of all these drops going on these rides. <laughs> so much fun. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for this. And the concept art is beautiful. Yeah, I would they're gonna put a tree on top? That's interesting. It's gonna make the mountain even taller. Yeah. Because oh, right, right now the top is just kind of like, you know, I don't know, like branches and stuff. But there's gonna be a whole tree with a thing in it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> How high is drop? <laughs> Axel could not get an AP. Oh, it's not, it's not high at all, Seth. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, Just don't want 
Don't watch my Periscope for the first time I went to that. Oh my god, the Periscope where you scream like a mad person. Oh my god, that was genuine reaction because I was not expecting that. I was like, it's gonna be fine. It's like it doesn't even look that bad. And then you're at the top. Yeah, you're like, oh. We all seen the photo. We have to. We have to find it. We have to find it, and it must be somewhere, right? Do you have it, Patrick? We have to play the audio for the next show. Yeah, it's so. It's so. Yeah, it's somewhere on my Twitter. Yeah. Because like you don't get. When you look at it for the first time. Oh, we were happy for Tiana, so it'll be fine. Yeah. I love, I love like how you go down and you even go underneath like the sidewalk. You like go proper down. I remember watching a documentary about her and Tony Baxter were because one of the problems when they were building it was like, oh, there's no space, and Tony Baxter was like, I'll work with the space. Yeah. Hold my beer, don't worry. He's like, don't worry about it, it's fine. Just give me the money, it's go- It's okay. He like pulls a drag from a cigarette, he's like, it's time, let's go. I love that they brought him on for this, because they he, they were probably like, okay, so we need to appease the fans. Who are we going to call? Tony Baxter. Baxter. No one is going to say anything bad about Tony Baxter, and surely enough, you know, there's not many people who are disappointed, who are like angry. So, yeah. No, um, I feel like if this was ever going to happen, like I re- like you know the way Disney and or uh, Walt Disney Company in general likes to share costs. If it was ever gonna happen, it's around now, but I still don't think it's gonna happen. For yeah. Paris, I mean. No, no, I don't oh, think. Yeah. No, I don't no. think. I don't think so. No. Uh, but but talking about new attractions and stuff in Paris, um, the next question is about lands. Uh, do you prefer the model of a land with a more general theme, like Fantasyland and Adventureland, that is basically has quite a bunch of somewhat related universes mixed into a general theme or a detailed land dedicated to a certain universe like Avengers Campus or uh, Frozen. Frontierland. Oh, Frontierland. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, like, I like it. Like, personally, I don't like it as specific as Avengers, like, the campus is going to be, but, like, Frontierland, at least it has a decent story you can follow and the theming stays consistent, you know? Yeah, that's but just why. I feel like for it's, kind of, it's kind of timeless as well, isn't it? It's got that timeless quality. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like you step in and it's like mm. always this, like ghost town type thing, like. And then you walk down the back of it, and then there's like this jamba like African concert behind the curtain. <laughs> and you're like, what's going on? And you're like, yeah. Lion King. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god. I um, I love the concept of Fantasy Springs at Disney Sea. Like a bit of both, you know? Right. It is a good concept because it's a mix. Yeah. It's a yeah, it is it is kind of a general land in terms of like it has different stories and franchises, but also it has an overall theme, but it's not really a theme. Yeah. I think obviously they've is got their surveys and in their surveys the guests wanna feel like they're actually in the movie. Like, not in the attraction in the movie, like, walking in the movie. So I think that's why they've gone to this shift. But I don't like the whole two rides, a restaurant, a shop, and we're done. Like, but that's which not is, a Which land. is different from when Tokyo <laughs> Gee, thanks, is doing, Harry Potter. Because Beauty and, the, Beauty and the Beast in Tokyo is very much like Beauty and the Beast land. And yeah, and it also fits nicely into Fantasyland at the same time. Like, if we forget, our Fantasyland is actually very different in sections, you know, in Paris. <laughs> Like yeah. you've got the UK section, the German section, the French section. Yeah, there's a weird echo on your thing, Elliot. Um, it's not me; I can hear it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's it's just um, 
I feel like sadly I feel like it all comes down to marketing and then you know yeah. they need something that's going to make a giant splash that's also why I think we're not getting brand new you know Disney parks attractions that are not based on anything like it's really rare to have Imagineers come up with new with store like original stories for Disney parks because marketing kind of struggles to explain to people what it is um, and people are not so as excited like a of but movies, if you tell them Exactly. If you tell them, you know, Frozen Land, like no one needs to be explained that. You know, everyone knows what Frozen Land is going to be. All you have to say is you get to walk in Arendelle, and then people will be like, "Okay, I'm sold." Yeah. So I feel like it's so much harder to to try to like make those those lands. But you can also make lands that have different, like in, like in Disney Sea, lands that have different movies and properties, and try to make them fit together, which is kind of a tough one. And the annoying thing for me is, is that I'm one of those people who goes, oh, I love like all the, the classic lands like Adventureland, Frontierland. Like I want more of them. And then as soon as they say again, like you say, you get to go to Arendelle. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even like Carsland, like Carsland is sensational because yeah. it's not just you like it's not like you get in the road and you get off. You get into this like whole universe that you can shop, eat like they go on rides it's just absolute like i've never it was the first time i've ever went to like a, a land and came out and was like oh my god i've been to radiator springs i feel like i've actually i know it feels like to actually be there do you know what i mean right yeah. because that's actually mm-hmm. a fulfilled concept it's not just like two attractions a shop and a restaurant it's actually they've really wanted to transport you into the movie and that that's so successful because there was no sort of they didn't cut corners and just like do half a section. They actually rebuilt the whole thing, picture perfect, and that's where it works. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I feel like really, you know, Disney and Universal have been really going for those like one IP lands, um, and it's kind of but like I think, what I they're trying they work, to do. They yeah. work, right? They do work. Like, they Cars- do. Yeah. great, and Galaxy Edge. Okay, yeah, yeah there's something is missing, great. but it is amazing. Yeah. Pandora is amazing, even though Pandora mm-hmm. is not really that much of a successful IP when it comes to the <laughs> films. I mean, it is, but like it's kind of old now. Uh, but people love it because they get managed... ready for four more movies. I know. Like, are they ever, are they ever coming? Those things? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Next year, right? I think. I think one of them was supposed to be like this year, but then everything got pushed back. Classic twenty twenty. I I don't know how like it's gonna happen. <laughs> I just don't. But it's good. It's good for the land, I guess, because they'll get to have some new stories and maybe some regained interests for the IP. I guess. Maybe. I, don't know. I mean, it still has like that one ride. Always has a constant flight of passage. Always has four to five hour wait. So it's like they don't even care about. The yeah, yeah. I mean, IP. they're just like, I'm going on this ride. The thing is, it's because it's a great attraction. Yeah. And I think no matter what you theme it to, a great experience and a great attraction is always going to be popular. And that's what they need to realize as well. Maybe they maybe they can make original stories for Disney parks if they have a great attraction, like a great ride system, a great experience. Maybe you can have a story because what is the, what is the story in Flight of Passage? Like you just flying over a planet. You know, it could be any planet. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe one day they'll make a new film and just like fly a different part of the planet for the new movie. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a tough one. I do, I do like the immersive lands because you really feel like you're there, and it can seem like you know the bins and the food, and and it's just like so pushed to the max, which I think is really cool. Um, but also enjoy the classic lands. 
So more like nostalgia, I guess. Yeah. Um, we have a question from uh, Sevi, Disney maniac. Uh, he yeah. says, yeah, guess, Sevi. Sevi, yeah. Do you guys think we will have the old and 100 times re-themed party train back for the opening with the characters? Please no. Please no. I mean, they are using it in Hong Kong. Basically the same type of train. And the characters... Kind of work. It works, doesn't it? It does work. work. It does work. But train doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know the time of the train and the train doesn't stop, I guess social distancing is fine because you're only going to see it if you happen to be there on Main Street, you know? And you can have I enough I... cast members to, like, sort of tell people to, like, not clump together or follow the train. I think I prefer how they did it just before uh, lockdown when they... They put out like a car and they threw Goofy on it, and I thought that was kind of a cool that idea. Was, oh, that was yeah. cool. Yeah, that was cute. They did such a good, jo a good also, job I, that that last week. Um, they could do the yeah. train, couldn't they? Also do, and they the have the pirates and prince. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the car's a good way because it's less characters. You're just going to put one on it. That's not yeah. going to draw any kind it, of. It's over ever. very quickly, isn't it? Yeah. 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 People were like, oh, that's cute, and it might brighten as they're walking through, but no one's going to, like, try and find out set times and queue on the parade route, and, you know... Could they bring the yeah. Frozen boat out? <laughs> oh, no. That would, that would stop people like crazy. Uh -huh. Yeah. If they, they put, if they put the original dress on it, on, on Elsa, I guess, I'm for it. On not... the car? Mm -hmm. I want the travelling costume. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. travelling would be fun. This costume is such a mess, but... Anyway, um... <laughs> The tricycles. Oh yes. no, no, the tricycles. no. Yeah. No. Oh, can we have the no tricycle more. gang? Come on. Oh no, man. Please. Well, you eat the tricycle gang. Can we have the tricycle have... gang? I want tricycle Guest gang. Guest Star Tuesday. It Every might be back. day. Guest Star Tuesday now. <laughs> I wonder if Guest Star Tuesday is going to be back. I guess not. They could do that on a tricycle. It'd be fine. <laughs> Yeah, come come on, on. Like, come just on. Edit Work song with me. Every day, right? Today is Wednesday. And <laughs> you know what it is. The worst part. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday. I just hit the instrumental <laughs> and played the song. The no, they'll just dub it. Like, you know, like... the guest star every day. So they just did the guest star Tuesday it. song. <laughs> just dub it. It's, it'll be more fun. Like, when they're all <laughs> in tune. Like, they're just like, and like, an announcer guy comes on and goes, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> no, you I have to, to whisper it. To to yeah, they'll stop whispering. Main Street Gazebo should be the guest star selfie spot. There's no Ooh. Wednesday without you. Yeah, but you need to have like a massive <laughs> self distance queue to handle that. True. Line battle. I know, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. God. Sorry, sorry. It's coming back in force. Like, they're going to be all Les belles sont mm. disponibles sur Line Bertie. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so we have another question from Eduardo, and it's kind of like so now we, because you know it's been two hours and fifteen minutes, so it's going to be time to wrap up soon. Uh, so mm. now we're going to do the you know everyone goes around and 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 answer the question type of question. Oh, I like this one. So the All first right. one is oh, let's gosh. talk about music. Um, what is oh. what is your favorite Disney song, and for you, how important is the right music to an area's theming and overall parks experience? Well, I guess that's more of a global question. Sorry, we can all answer, um, but maybe we can go around. Do you guys have a favorite Disney song? Are we talking Disney songs? Yeah, we're we talking Disney the parks. Park, is park songs or parks? Like... Maybe let's do parks. Yeah, because we're oh, kind right. of a parks podcast. Oh God, yeah. um, I mine, is, I mine. mine is the wonderful world of Disney Parade. 
Oh wow. Okay. Dancing and Catching Rhythm. Rhythm. Mm. That's a great it's, song. Yeah. It's the classic Disney parade song mm. for Paris. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> mine is the Space Mountain area music. And for oh. those who were asking, this is oh. what you hear before the show starts every week. Because I think some people were trying to Shazam it. It's the Space Mountain <laughs> um, area music. So when you exit Space Mountain, if you try to get close to the speakers, you can hear uh, some of those. Some of those songs still have a bit of the melody of Space Mountain Mission One in it. You know, so. <laughs> Uh, you can still that hear music it. at night is really nice, like with yeah. the lights. Yeah, walk around Discoveryland with that music at night, mm-hmm. um, and you can hear, you can hear the wonderful noise of the. Although now I think it's gotten better because they're like high fibred, but you have like Utopia next door. It's like, kind of ruining, kind of ruining the experience, but also bringing that whole like you know Discoveryland like feel to it. Yeah, and it smells a bit like exhaust. It's just it's part of the experience. Um. Right, I mean, it's not as bad as Disneyland. Uh, is it no uh, uh, Magic Kingdom? Like really stinks. Yeah, because ours are oh, electric. God. Well, I mean, Magic Kingdom is just plain ugly as well. Are they hybrid? Uh, I don't know. I don't want them. They hybrid, I think, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, all those, all the electric, fully electric cars are just sitting in Hong Kong unused. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, the the speedway shop. Yeah. Because they were fully electric. The Avengers. It was a question on the quiz. It was. I remember it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, get yelled. So next time you're like, uh, Patrick, the next the next time you should do a themed quiz, the theme will be uh, things that Ben has forgotten that were already. <laughs> <in the quiz. laughs> and I will, I will think that they're all new questions, but they're not. Um, Patrick, what is your favorite Disney Parks music? Oh God, I really can't pick one because I love so many of them. It's uh, a small world. You have to, Patrick. Come I, on. I've, I've just to like suggest something a little bit different that people may not have heard, but it, it was one of my favorite things when I heard it was Tomorrowland in Shanghai Disneyland. It is so good. Oh, and at night time, and at night time, the music syncs up with the Tron Dome. So like all the beats will like start sit, like the lights will start flashing in sync with the beats. If you get a chance, there's like a couple of hour loops where it's like people that, that have filmed it for an hour, and uh, you get to see it get dark and whatever. And if you have just an hour where you're like cleaning or like whatever, stick it on because it is. <laughs> that's that, that's how I listen to music. I'm like, yeah, stick it on. Uh, yeah, so it's really, really cool. And you mightn't have heard it before. And I've shared it in the chat before here. And there's a specific part that I really like. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. Very nice. But um, it's not my favorite. It's just something that I would suggest you might listen to because hmm. it's quite good. Cats. Okay, I think mine is pretty easy to guess, but Phantom I'm going Manor. to say it anyway. Yes, Phantom Manor Suite, but the original. <laughs> the original suite. Like, the full 100%. is the best. Mm-hmm. It's like, I literally just listen to that constantly. Like, I have it on as background music, like, in my house. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. But the know, isn't it, isn't it um, Elisa, um, who... Um, has a Phantom Manor bedroom. 
at least yeah. like Queen, yeah, Queen she Ursula. Does. Yeah. She does, right? And she has like the purple wallpaper and stuff. I remember seeing that, something like that. That's what my mask yeah. is. I got a Phantom Manor themed mask. Mm-hmm. So I'm just showing oh, it. Do you get that from Redbubble? Nice. <laughs> so I just got talking about, talking about like, you know, sounds. Um, I was just sent the screams of Patrick on Splash Mountain. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. <laughs> um, so are you guys ready? Okay. Oh yeah. God. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my God. There you go. Hide <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 the trap. <laughs> Thank you, Seb, for sending um, the video. There's also a video, but it's not much to see. It's mostly just water. <laughs> um, who's next? Uh, Steph. Uh, I've got a few, but um, my favorite is, you know the music when you're coming out of dreams and they play that song as you're leaving the park? Oh, oh yeah. It. If you can dream. If you yeah. Can dream, and also, um, Let the Magic Shine from Wicked Mission. So. Oh, oh yeah, good one. Oh, sweet choices. <laughs> good, good. Uh, Jeff, um, I think I've mentioned this before. Um, one of my first memories of the parks was in the evening for the Main Street Electrical Parade and Boroko Down, and when that just begins and all the lights start turning off, like that is shiver inducing and the best thing in any Disney park and I'm really glad that I got to relive that last summer even though it was the sort of slightly remixed version it was good enough <laughs> when you see like how Eddie Soto talked about that on the Imagineering story about how like people responded so well to it it's like the, the, the like the music and whatever I'm like oh just give us a nighttime parade again please thank you <laughs> Yeah, and nighttime parades are, again, I think we've even said this exact sentence before, but they are kind of the thing that I think only Disney can do. And they can definitely, it's the only people who do it well, for sure. Yeah, I was in New York and they did this Halloween parade, and I was like, wow, yikes. It was, uh, it was fun because they had like fire and stuff, but it was very like none of the floats were lit up and they had these characters on them, but you had no idea what was not happening unless people were taking pictures because that was the only way you could actually see what was going on. It was, it was so tragic. Mm. Yeah. Um, who's next? Elliot. Um, rhythms of the Pratno. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would have to say as well, let the magic shine to yeah. or live the magic from this land resort for the 60th anniversary. Oh, good one. Yeah. Yeah, good one. What about you, David? Uh, probably the song that they played used to play after Illuminations in Epcot when you were leaving the park. Probably that. Oh. If you could, oh, wrong resort. Um. Yeah, not the song after Illuminations in Park. <laughs> yeah, that one. Not that, I've, not that I've ever heard that. I'm usually on the RER by that theme. But... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have tons of good music. And of course, obviously, you know, to answer the rest of the question, I mean, I think we all agree that music is such a crucial part 
of the experience. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you don't realize it when you're just walking around, but you know, the, mm-hmm. your, the music helps the mood and it changes your whole attitude towards your environment when you change lands and when you go from fantasy land to adventure land and all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, like during the strikes when they had those, like when they would stop the music and make <laughs> announcements and stuff. Like I was in like the Ratatouille section. I'm like completely thrown out of it. I'm like, oh, like, oh, is this not Disney anymore? You know? Yeah. Like it's just. Yeah, totally... I've had times where the audio system on Main Street has malfunctioned and you're just still <laughs> on Central Plaza or whatever with no music and you're like, I should not be here. It's so <laughs> weird. Yeah, very weird. Um, so yeah, everyone answered yes. Anyone else? Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, to, just to finish the podcast, uh, Poon wants to know what is the first thing that we'll be doing when we turn to DLP after such a long time. Crying. Uh, <laughs> figuring out how QR codes work with security. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I was going for just like you know. Taking a oh, stroll said... down Main Street or something. You turn, up, you turn up at the gate and you present this piece of paper and the security guard looks at you and goes, what is this? <laughs> I mean, don't joke. <laughs> this is within the realm of possibilities. That's, that's 100% it. Yeah. Well, that we all show up on day one and people are like, uh, we're not ready yet. So we're gonna have to you know, Go back home, please. Come back. Can you come back in an hour? Because we forgot to open the gates. Um, Patrick and I are here at 6 a.m. They're like, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll bring oh. coffee and cookies. It'll be fine. I think I will take a big stroll around Main Street in the arcades and just, I don't I'm, know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see if there's, I know that sounds really tragic, but I'm excited to see if there's nothing like new in the shops just because oh, I've, saved oh I've saved all this money from the confinement and I need something to <laughs> <laughs> Luke Luke says arguing with the cast member that my AP hasn't expired it's been extended (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think you have to worry about that now in my case I'm definitely going to have to worry about that in November 2021 when like I'll be at the tail end of this nonsense and like the cast member will be a temporary contract and they'll look at it and go well why are you giving me this (laughs) I'm going to be in the same boat as you I reviewed mine in the last week of February yeah. yeah, there's not going to be many of us next November with these. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what, what reassures me is that when you go on your AP portal, you can see your new dates. So at least it is registered somewhere. Now, is this synced up with the turnstiles? That is the big question. But if, they, oh, if that database so. is, because, you know, when you get a new AP, obviously they have to add it to a database that is going to make the turnstiles work. So there's going to be some kind of link there. So hopefully that's all. I'm not concerned about the turnstiles, but more concerned about the bag drop at the mm. concene and mm. the discounts in the shops like are they all going to talk to each other because my ap doesn't work at the bad drop anyway and at the AP, i went to the ap office sort it out they were like oh yeah just have them like call us if they say no and i was like well great um so me in november 2021 saying oh no it's still it's not expired because it doesn't scan on their system yeah. i'm gonna have to like yeah. elliot just learn the phrase because remember coronavirus, yeah. and like, like all the cast members are like, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming Me that most cast members will just be quite, you know, lenient and. Won't they just put it onto the scanner, and if it scans, it scans, and if it doesn't if it scan, it doesn't scan. Like, it just doesn't work at the backdrop. 
doesn't work. No, no, no. I'm talking about like getting into the park and whatever. Yeah. So like, just scan it, and if it works, just let them walk. Uh, getting in will be fine. It's the it's when you have it's to hand over feel. the pass for discounts that'll be fun. Yeah. Does anyone have other like you know things to look forward to doing as soon as they come back? Um. Well, I remember tweeting that when I get back, I'll be going on Space Mountain and a Tower Terror. So, <laughs> and oh I'm just gonna be like. Oh, for your first time? Yeah. Oh my god, can yeah, I be there? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all witnesses. I went on Big Thunder like two years ago and I've never been back on it, so I don't know what I've got myself in for, but you know. Hyperspace was my first looping coaster and there's this photo my friends have. Like they're all smiling and stuff and then it's just me just absolutely terrified. Like <laughs> <laughs> and then we ended up going on it three times in a row, so Hyperspace is like fine unless you get the one that doesn't work with like the music, then oh, it's God. just horrific. When the music doesn't work, <laughs> it's like you're like, well, I'm, am I just wasting my time? You're just waiting for it to be over. I'll um, just have a glow teeny before I go on it. I'll be fine. Yeah, not too many though, because that's gonna make you even oh, dizzier. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm excited to get my robot pizza and black bean chili from Vajra. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, true. maybe maybe we'll have it soon, uh, Elliot. We should have it uh, when we go. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually really, I'm really looking forward to some of these character meets with with this yeah. distancing yeah. selfie shot. I think no, it's going to be kind of fun. Distance. It's going to have to be distance from Christoph. It's tough. I think it'll be kind of fun on your Instagram because, you know, everyone's going to yeah. just like, you know, sort of like lean back and make a face and lift their arms up and they're going to do the same behind you. And, you know, with the, I don't know, it could be cool. I'm sure yeah. it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Your smile will be hit by the mask, but <laughs> right. right, that is true. Oh, you're not supposed to take off your mask for those, right? Oh god. No, you're not allowed to. People will do it though, like not saying that it's recommended behaviour, yeah. but people will like get to the meet and greet, take the mask off and go, Oh yeah, oh, just dead gosh, people. yeah, I hadn't thought yeah. of that. Oh, like, are they yeah. gonna are they gonna like jump on guests? No, so I'm sure some people <laughs> uh, America yeah. tackles a guest. <laughs> <don't> know, <right>? <laughs> like, <laughs> just PSA, um, technically you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Oh. But, just, uh, just to be the responsible yeah. podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're responsible, but we will tell you how to get around the world by just turning up <laughs> and not reserve. But just reserve. Uh, um, I'm looking forward to actually spending. So, my trips recently have been more to see seasons and things like that. So, I've done a lot of shows, a lot of character meets. I'm really looking forward to having a trip where my primary focus is probably going to be attractions and i haven't had that for yeah. years now yeah yeah and just walking around the park and you know chatting with everyone you guys and yeah. you know just um mm-hmm. hanging out it'll be nice to just be all reunited even though we'll all be wearing masks and walking in the giant that is kind of an interesting line. question like so so if we go all together to the park, like are we are we fitting all between like two markers, or do we all have our own markers? Like how does that work? <laughs> There's gonna be like some attractions where I'll just be like, you know what? Um, I'm gonna pretend that I'm by myself completely now because I really <laughs> want to do this by myself. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be like, I, just, because... I just want my own Ratmobile. Because if you visit with some friends, you're supposed to be a party, right? So are we all gonna like fit between two markers all together? To create a holiday bubble, kind of thing with your right, friends. Yeah. Right. Holly bubble. Put, put the, like, the, the class of six are allowed to go on a tour around the country. Like, we're, we're holiday bubbles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. holiday bubbles okay. is going to be a thing, yes. Uh, well, good to know. Um, what about you, David? 
Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> well, that's <Yes>. clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I am, yeah. I am really looking it. forward to that. Actually, I've missed. Yeah. I have yeah. missed like these marquee attractions, like Big Thunder Mountain and Pirates. That I think we've sort of just taken for granted. Mm-hmm. But having the parks closed, it's I miss like, the smell well, of pirates. I'm ready. Oh yeah, that water. It's gonna be nice having a bit of a reset. Like I haven't been to the parks for five months. That's like such a long time. I haven't been since December. That's so. <laughs> Because we all kind of so get spoiled. like, you know, yeah, we all we all kind of get really spoiled and and go for weekends all the time and. Because um... mm-hmm. we're like, oh yeah, this season that show, this new pin, like I haven't been prepared. Um, mm-hmm. this new like character new this brunch, we were like, it's like we haven't been to these. We've been starved for this experience. Like it's gonna be so fun being there, just like seeing the castle. Yeah. And everyone was gonna go for like you know the April the your Disney merch and everything. And that's when you realize like how spoiled we are. <laughs> like yeah, we, <laughs> so many people were gonna go just for the weekend to buy sweaters. And um, I'm like, okay, now we've been deprived for four months, and everyone just wants to sit on Main Street and look at the view. <laughs> yeah. However, however, when they do renounce those sweaters, I'm still going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched us walk in the first day, and they just be on some rack at the back of the Emporium. That's why I went to the shops. I'm like, what if the uh, the your Disney stuff is just out and it's like yeah whatever and I'm like great let's do it I would it. not be surprised at all <laughs> Patrick what is the first thing you're going to do are you going to go into Small World yeah the like, <laughs> first attraction is 100% Small World <laughs> just because it makes me feel like really happy so like and the, when you go into oh. that final room and you're like yeah okay like everyone like I go into that final room and I'm like, oh, the whole world can just get on. And then you, by the time I'm in the tunnel, I'm like, oh, wait, shit, no, I can't. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Then you take your <laughs> phone and like, you're like, oh, shit, the news is still here. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you have, yeah, but like just that little, like, like 45 seconds, you flow through that room. You're like, yeah, everyone can be okay. Plus, you'll have Natasha <laughs> behind you who's going to say, there's no magic without you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no small world without you. I'm like, yeah, okay, great. Uh, or they shoot you off in the cannon in hyperspace. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think, you know, we've been going two hours and 35 minutes, so maybe it is time, time it's time to close. I don't think we'll be back next week. Aww. Oh, mm. but no, you know, we need to get, like, a bit of a... So it's a very special day next week. We need to, right, um, <laughs> we need very... to like, arrange all this sort of back off the air because there's, uh, the next few weeks is really disrupted because, because then the parks open and we're all going, I think. Yeah. Well, if Which the parks close not... at 7, can we well, do a show live from the resort? Yes, I think we should do <laughs> the next podcast. Maybe let's just record at the resort. And now, listen, we have said before that we were going to record at the resort. It has actually never, never happened. Did. But <laughs> this year, this time, um, this, this year, actually... <laughs> With no shows and parades and stuff to distract us, I feel like. Or you have to leave will... the park by seven. Like we're... right, so we will have some time, but it would be nice to record a little bit in each of the lands. Like we did um, back in the day, we did this with Axel, and um, it was one of our most su- successful podcasts ever. Um, and you can hear the background music, and also you could hear everyone putting things in the bins, which are much louder than you think when you record something. <laughs> All you can hear oh, is the oh, bins going that. like you know, bang, bang, bang. It's just like really disruptive. But, but again, boring logistic thing. But if we're all wearing masks, will the audio be a bit muffled? Not if you uh, wear the Adidas one. So wear some good masks. <laughs> I swear, this is not an affiliate link. I am not getting any royalties. <laughs> but see, look, I can I can put it on. So like, see, like now I have it against my face, and my voice I think is not so much different. Is it? 
Yeah, no. Yeah, so it's not too bad. Yeah, so. I'll try mine after we're finished. Oh, exactly. But, yeah. And also the surgical <laughs> ones are pretty good to talk <laughs> through. Them. That's all it's, it's kind of like the thick, the thick <laughs> cotton ones are quite hard to talk to. You kind of sound like you're being, you know, you know suffocated, but uh, but you're not. But yeah. Anyways, so um, yeah, so I guess I guess we'll see you in two weeks. We'll try, Jeff. What's going on? We'll stop boring people with logistics. Until, I know. Uh, yeah, we'll, see no, you. We'll, we'll we'll go and do logistics on our own. But you know, I mean, the positive the positive note here is next time you will listen to this podcast, Disneyland Paris will be open. So unless something crazy happens, Jeff, shut up. <laughs> Don't jinx it. Oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about name tags. Those new name tags. Oh yeah. oh yeah, new name tags. They're pretty. We like them. They're pretty. I'm glad that they did something timeless and classy, and did not try to get too like I don't know original because you just want like a nice classy name tag. It's it's silver. There hasn't and gold. been a single good one since the 25th. There hasn't. There really hasn't. Uh, well, the well, Mickey Minnie ones were kind of cute. I don't know, but they're, they're bad quality. I'm holding it now. Like I said, it's like really grainy. Um, Humble brag. But... <laughs> hardly, hardly. I think it's a year ago today as well. Um, uh, anyway. Um, I Have we really like gone purple... through three name tags in a year? Wow. Uh, I really like the purple ones they had before the 25th. Yes. Yeah, the purple ones were great. But the thing is, somehow, they have a huge stock of the silver backdrop, and so they keep making those silver ones. So I think silver and gold works, but, like, that silver with the, like, rainbow things on the side and the weird three circles on top, like, that was just, like, what, like, were you high when you designed this thing? But now <laughs> the new one is just really pretty. Simple gold castle. There's a lack of borders. We love borders as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, the Mickey Mini ones didn't have any borders, and that was just kind of weird. But this one has, like, two big parentheses gold parenthesis so i think it kind of the, the, frames it nicely yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's nice i don't know about the slogan being written in french on it but i guess you know that's that is what it is there's no magic without you exactly. <laughs> oh, i'm gonna dream of this at night now <laughs> yep all right so to end the show we're gonna play another remix and it's a remix of a very famous song it's the main street electrical parades and it's, it is the so i guess it's a, a japanese or Something? Yeah, know. it's Shinichi Osawa. There you go. Shinichi yeah. Osawa extended mix. Um, That's so, yeah. one. So, thank you everyone for joining and thank you everyone for listening and wishing the best of luck to everyone at the resort, the cast members, operations, and the guests. Everyone, follow the rules, wear your masks, social distance, prove that Paris can do it right you know don't embarrass us no. um, <laughs> make a reservation but you don't have to make your reservation <laughs> but if you don't have one just show up early we just uh, <laughs> we 20 minutes telling you how to not do it but also telling you just, to just show up at the gate and be like there's no magic without me let me in there's no exactly. magic without me <laughs> this is <laughs> false advertising <laughs> there's going to be like people showing up at 6am now be like, but I listen to the DLP report podcast and... <laughs> I know <laughs> but no make a reservation and be, be good guests and be kind to everyone and the cast members who are working there all day so yeah um, so next time we'll see you we'll um, just find Paris will be open so uh, yeah good news thank you everyone for joining and uh, we'll see you soon bye 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 bye, bye. 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 bye.